Hey, yo, I've been talking that whole time, yo, and y'all couldn't hear me. My bad, yo, get in here at 3.30. 3.30, y'all, 3.30. We're going to go live. Give me a second. I ain't asking for a friend. I need to know myself. And if you never ask, how would you know yourself? It's crazy how your parents know you more than you know yourself. Growth is good. It's important just to know your wealth. Don't let them take advantage like niggas who speak Spanish. And you don't speak a lick of it. The game will make you trip a bit. Street money is cool till you get sick of it. And all that bullshit that come along with it. Make sure you stay on your square and keep a strong pivot. Because them cruddy buddies, they'll do you ugly. And why every female favorite question is, do you love me? And if you knew better, baby, you would do better. And once you know better, you would show better. Most men want a housewife, but me, I love a go-getter. Your ex pussy wet, but that new pussy be so wetter. No lies detected, just get high and accept it. Go ahead, talk to him, y'all ain't beefing like that. Come on, Doug, why you being like that? Man, let's keep it a stack. Why you say it if you ain't mean it like that? And when you see him, you ain't give him no rap. Man, let's keep it a stack. You ain't gotta say you gon' be right back. Stop bluffing, shorty, keep it a stack. <laughs> Once you start something, can't just leave it like that. Finish the job, homie, keep it a stack. When I was coke dealing, the rules was no squealing, no stealing from your mans and no feelings for these hoes. That's just gonna mess up the guap. Ten toes down whenever you on your block, or even when you ain't. Don't know them from a can of paint. Just be loyal and trustworthy. You ain't gotta be a saint. A lot of y'all be geeking, backstabbing and sneaking. Nose clean during the week, but they dabble on weekends. Oh nigga, I be beeping. Your niggas might be sleeping, but I was trained to tread water in the deep end. Jellyfish sting, but them sharks will bite your head off. Run up on you while you park, get the dumping. Then they slid off. The hood know who did it. Now let's see if your homie's with it. Or your name die in vain, cause one of your homies did it. Ain't no reason to kill your man over a kilogram. Hell, you thinking y'all fam, then spin you like a ceiling fan. Go ahead, talk to him. Y'all ain't beefing like that. Come on, Doug, why you being like that? Let's keep it a stack. Why you say it if you ain't mean it like that? And when you see him, you ain't give him no rap. Let's keep it a stack. You ain't gotta tell me you gon' be right back. Stop bluffing, shorty. Keep it a stack. And once you start something, can't just leave it like that. Finish the job, homie. Keep it a stack. While I'm still rapping at 40. Well, yeah. let's chat about it. First of all, my life's amazing. Let's get that about it. Wife is blazing. And no kids get the life savings. Follow the drip, nigga. My eyes glazing. Yo, FSO, in the best that flow. Bar storytelling, visuals, cadence, and concepts. Content, impact. Yeah, the boxes is all checked. I just need that one song. Yeah, that one song. And I could clutch the earth with just one palm. Never anxious. Look in my eyes. I'm dumb calm. They evil going walk with you. Either way, you gon' have to let your heater spray Lose yourself, might even have to put that weed away Now that's a lotto, that's my medication Gotta stay high, yo, till a nigga die, yo Album out now, hit the link in my bio Go ahead, talk to him, y'all ain't beefing like that Come on, Doug, why you being like that? Now let's keep it a stack Why you say it if you ain't mean it like that? And when you say him, you ain't give him no rap Stack. You ain't gotta tell me you gonna be right back. Stop bluffing, shorty. Keep it a stack. <laughs> Once you start something, can't just leave it like that. Finish the job, homie. Keep it a stack. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. What's up, pseudo killers? Everybody, get in here. Hit that like button. Um. Okay. Everybody, get in here. Hit that like button. Let me send out this. 
Zoom link to the pseudo killer. See if they're gonna come in here and rap with us for the um this Monday night madness. <clears throat> you did. All right, let me switch this. Um publish. All right. Cool, cool. Everybody get in here. <clears throat> ah. <clears throat> How was everybody weekend? My weekend was horrible. The Ravens got scraped again, winning the whole game again to lose in the last <clears throat> few minutes is horrible. What's going on, CK? Hold on, let me get everybody in here. Let me get everybody in here. Make sure we do this right. Make sure we do this right. Got my man Vance up in here. All right, cool, 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 cool. Vance, what's going on, bro? What's going on with you? <laughs> ain't nothing, ain't nothing, um... Wanted to do a little. Uh, live? Yeah, we live already. We live already. I had um, made the oh, thumbnail yeah, okay. and everything set for eight thirty, so I, I wanted to be on time. So yeah, we are. Everybody go uh, subscribe to Real Black Atheist Library on uh, iTunes, podcast, Spotify, all that. That's all I got to say. Go ahead, bro. All right, all right. So <clears throat> before we get started, I'm gonna do a reading in the beginning. Um. The top, the name of the show is, uh, what the hell did I name it? Is the pseudo killers anti-African, all right? Because the sentiment that I've been getting from um, from other people that we've been um doing shows with, or people that come on our um, uh, panel ha have been um, repeating the sentiment that uh, we, that somehow the pseudo killers. Anti, is anti-African and I want to see if we are um, we're going to go through some things um, I know we have a unique uh, position on Africa but I don't think it's anti-African right so <clears throat> first off Mika what's up appreciate you Mika was the first one in here telling y'all to uh, before we even went live telling y'all to like the show when y'all get y'all funky asses in here so um big up to Mika uh Charles Goodwin Charles Goodwin said roll tide <clears throat> against uh Alabama tonight so I guess he gonna be late armchair philosopher was good was cracking are the pseudo killers anti-African oh my bad okay cool cool um <clears throat> Everything, everything, what's going on? Everything, everything, I just want to say before we get the show started, you're a hater. Um, and that, and you know, and that's nothing but respect. It's just what I see, you're a hater. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> or, e or either you a super uh, pseudo, is it evil one? I'm going to go with hater. I'm not going to call you a super pseudo. Super pseudo, I'm going to just say you're a hater. Yeah, that's where I'm going to put you at. Um, 
uh ill ill king what's going on danny Yurt, uh lamar pope tuck my eye um jeremy what's going on <clears throat> Who else we got in here? From West Africa. From West Africa. What would what, you say? Let me see. Let's get it. Sub-Saharan African. Okay. Okay. I thought you was about to hate. Um, Danny CK. CK. Grab that link and come on in here. I know you on Call of Duty. Mongo, what's going on? Daquan, where you been at, bro? I've been playing your song for the last goddamn month, and you ain't been back in here. The song is fire, though. Know, I think you already know that. I think we already told you um, that that song was fire. If you got anything else, you got my email. Send it to me if you got any more fire like that. Um, <clears throat> who else we got? Who else we got? Yeah. B-Law, Will, I Run and Gun, sound like a goddamn, um, call it another Call of Duty player. All right, <clears throat> so it's the pseudo-killers anti-African. Um, let me see, I want to do this quick reading from W.E.B. Du Bois. I think he summed it up. <clears throat> I think he summed it up. Uh, <clears throat> I think I got COVID, y'all. I need to go get tested. Yeah, I think W.E.B. Du Bois, a um, hundred years ago, over yeah, over a hundred years ago now, has uh, really put things. Um, Perfectly when it comes to the African American. Um, <clears throat> hold on. Let me see. Let me get right to it. Let me get right to it. Great, um, great African American um, intellectual W. E. B. Du Bois. One of the best that we didn't uh, created. <clears throat> His work still stand the test of time, even a hundred years later. You know, so I'm going to read for, from him. You know, um, far as wise, the um, always liked his analogy of the two-ness of the Negro. <clears throat> if I can get to it, God dang. Yeah, if I can get to it, um... All right. Vance, what's going on with you, though, bro? Vance then fell off. Oh, man, nothing. Same old, same old. Did you, did you, yeah, did you hear our conversation uh, that we had on uh, Unbiased Channel earlier? 
It's me. I haven't actually. I haven't. I'm actually about to um listen to it here in a few. I might listen to. Oh, don't mind. That's my girl playing with the dog. I'm actually about to listen to it in a few. I'm actually about to listen to it in a few and uh, check out the uh, see what, what what all the fuss is about because Unc sounded heated when he was on <laughs> yeah, on the phone earlier. Yeah, I was Unc, like, Damn, Unc was in rare form. What happened? <laughs> yeah, he's in rare form. I already see it. I already see it. So yeah, I'm very interested to see. And shout out to Unbiased. You know, he's incessant with the shows. He ain't playing. He might hit you with two, three shows a day. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my boy Unbiased. <laughs> That's a fact. Um, all right. Let me see if I can find this. Cacophony. All right, here we go. I found it, y'all. All right, let's get it. <clears throat> Hit that like button, y'all. Um, boom. Let's go to my iPad. Bam. That should be coming up on the screen now. All right, this is the first chapter of um, The Souls of Black Folk. <clears throat> he says, after the Egyptian and Indian, the Greek and Roman, the Teuton and Mongolian, the Negro is a sort of seventh son, born with a veil and gifted with second sight. In this American world, a world which yields him no true self-consciousness, but only lets him see himself through the revelation of the other world. It is a peculiar sensation, this double consciousness, this sense of always looking at oneself through the eyes of others, of measuring one's soul by the tape of a world that looks on in an amused contempt and pity. One ever feels his two-ness, an American, a Negro, two souls, two thoughts, two unreconciled strivings, two worn ideals, and one dark body whose dogged strength alone keeps it from being tore, torn asunder. He says, the history of the American Negro is the history of this strife, the longing to attain self-consciousness, manhood, to merge his double self into a better and truer self. In this merging, he wishes neither of the older selves to be lost. He would not Africanize America, for America has too much to teach the world and Africa. He would not bleach his Negro soul in a flood of white Americanism, for he knows that Negro blood has a message for the world. He simply wishes to make it possible for a man to be both a Negro and an American without being cursed and spit upon by his fellows without having the doors of opportunity closed roughly in his face. This then is the end of his striving to be a co-worker in the kingdom of culture, to to escape both death and isolation, to husband and use his best powers 
and his latent genius. These powers of body and mind have in the past been strangely wasted, dispersed, or forgotten. The shadow of a mighty Negro past flips through the tale of Ethiopia, the shadowy, and Egypt, the sphinx. Through history, the powers of single black men flash here and there like falling stars and die sometimes before the world has rightly gauged their brightness. Here in America, in the few days since the emancipation, the black man's turning hither and thither in hesitant and doubtful strivings has often made his very strength to lose effectiveness. To seem like absence of power, like weakness. And yet, it is not weakness, it is the contradiction of double aims. The double aim struggle of the black artisan, on the one hand, to escape white contempt for a nation of mere hewers of wood and drawers of water, and on the other hand, to plug and nail and dig for a poverty-stricken horde could only result in making him a poor craftsman, for he had but half a heart in either cause. By the poverty and ignorance of his people, the Negro minister or doctor was tempted toward quackery and demagogy, and by the criticism of the other world, toward ideals and made him ashamed of his lowly task. The would-be black savant was confronted by the paradox that the knowledge his people needed was a twice-told tale to, the white na- to his white neighbors, while the knowledge which would teach the white world was Greek to his own flesh and blood. The innate love of harmony and beauty that set the ruder souls of his people a dancing and a singing raised but confusion and doubt in the soul of the black artist. For the beauty revealed to him was the sole beauty of a race, which was larger, which his larger audience despised, and he could not articulate the message of another people. This waste of double aims, this seeking to satisfy two unreconciled ideals, has worked sad havoc with the courage and faith and deeds of 10,000 people, has sent them often wooing false gods and invoking false means of salvation, and at times has even seemed about to make them ashamed of themselves. That's always been deep to me. Right? Um, That's always been deep to me because like the way he capsulated it, right, was he's saying that we have um, a double consciousness, right? Like, we want to be black and proud, right? We want to love um, Africa, but the world that we live in only give us negative things about Africa, and especially at the time that he lived in, especially. 
Right. <clears throat> so he wanted to be proud of him, his, his blackness, right? And he wanted to be recognized as an American. He wanted to be the, basically the African-American, which at his time we was called uh, Negro, right? Um, wanted both those things. They wanted their blackness to be able to be accepted in America. So this brings me to my point, and I think he laid it out eloquently, um, how he was, you know, saying that, you know, he don't want to drown out his blackness, right, with white Americanism, right? So the pseudo killers probably for the most part understand that completely because in the paragraph that we read, he said he wouldn't give up Africa because he know that his blackness has a message for the world. Right? But he basically saying, and I wouldn't give up America because, you know, America or uh, the Western world has much to teach Africa. Also, so the African or the black, the uh, what the pseudo killers basically want is we want Africa to catch up with the Western world. We want the benefits of the um of uh the Western science to permeate through Africa, right? Uh, we don't want the fetish, uh, um, the 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 backwards uh practices of Africa. Um, we don't want to go back to that, right? We want Africa to move forward. I think that's the main thing that the pseudo killers is pushing for. We ain't saying we, we don't like Africa, but we saying that Africa need to move forward basically. And we think that most Africans want to move forward. We think that most Africans want the benefits, right? That African Americans is enjoying, right? Clean water. You don't think that Africans want water uh uh this uh distilled plants and you know to, to to feed their cities? You don't think they want uh great um I mean uh competent electrical grids, right? You don't think that they want internet, you don't think that they want healthy farms and yeah, come on. You know what I mean? The benefits uh, of the Western world, right? I think everybody wanted, whether you in China, you know what I mean? Uh, whether you in Southeast Asia, whether you in the Eastern European bloc, that's, that's pretty much undeveloped when it comes to the rest of Western Europe. I'm talking about the Eastern Europe, Europe bloc. I'm saying that all uh, uh, people that live in South America, right? All people that's living in a more undeveloped uh, place want the benefits of... Um, America and the Western world because people want to live better, healthier lives. So I think the pseudo killers, uh, we mainly push um, that. And if it comes across as being um, anti-African, then, you know, maybe we can do a better job um, in explaining that. And I want to say this before I let Vance jump in. <clears throat> I think since we had the um, slavery conversation, uh, I think 
you know, my sentiments towards Africa have changed a little bit, right? Um, and I'm talking from, from a personal stance, right? Um, I'm having a hard time reconciling um, uh, Africa's culpability in the transatlantic slave trade um, and me flat out, you know, just loving Africa. Like I, I think my, I think I want to focus more on African Americans, right? Um, and our unique, uh, tribe and circumstances. Um, not, not saying that I don't, um, recognize that we originated from Africa. Um, which I, I don't think that we can blame all of Africa or every African group or tribe for the transatlantic slave trade. But for the most part, I feel like Africa, whether it's, whether it was their, their, their institutions, um, their people and their institutions, I feel like it failed us. Um, and I'm talking specifically to the African-American right, or the Africans that was caught up in the slave trade. I feel like African, and this is personal, this is not the pseudo-killers, right? <clears throat> I'm saying for me personally, um, if y'all hear any uh, sentiments that come from me personally, that sounds anti-African. I am a little annoyed um, with Africa because of uh, the slave trade. Um, it's a lot of things that I knew about the slave trade that I pushed off in the back of my mind. I, I definitely, you know, blamed the white man for years, right, um, for the transatlantic slave trade, right? Um, I gave him the sole blame for it, um, and I bigged Africa up. But then I had to be real with myself. And then being real with myself, I had to, Lay a lot. I had to lay um, Africa's just due amount of blame that they deserve on them, right? I'm a firm believer in that everybody got to carry their own nuts, right? Um, so Africa and the Africans got to carry their own nuts when it comes to the slave trade, right? We're not going to baby Africa um, anymore. Hold on, let me let Unk in, because I'm on a rant. <laughs> so, um... You, you're going in. I know, I know, I know. I'm almost finished. What, what's going on, Unk? What's going on, man? How you doing, bro? <clears throat> Ain't nothing. Hold on, let me finish this thought. Um, So, uh, a lot of my sentiments of, of late has been... uh. Basically, hold on, let me switch this screen. Yo, I still got this. I was reading from W.E.B. Du Bois, if you missed it, um, um, The Souls of Black Folk. Um, oh, yeah, I thought you read from the other guy, too. You didn't? Which one? Oh, the one that Wuja put up there. A crazy white guy. Oh, no, 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 I ain't read that. I ain't read that. Um, yeah. <laughs> hold on. Oh, yeah, so my sentiments towards Africa lately has been my um has been my acceptance that Africa and African institutions, far as wise as people and its systems, played a major role 
in the slave trade. Um, I'm not blaming all of Africa, but I definitely feel some type of way. That's just me being real with myself. Like I said, for years, I've known a lot of the information and I would always brush it off, you know, and blame Europeans solely for the slave trade. Um, and that was out of my love for Africa, right? Um, I had a, I had a, a, a log in my eye, right? But over these uh, last couple months, when we were arguing about it, um, and I, 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 I give Uncle them credit for this, um, for my new understanding of it, right? They made me take a position that I usually wouldn't take, right? Just for argument's sake. And when I took that position, I couldn't deny it no more, right? I, 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 I couldn't deny it because these were two black men arguing with each other, right? Um, I wasn't arguing with a white person. And for the most part, we have an all black audience. Um, so I felt as though it was a family conversation, right? I feel like when we come on here, we're having family conversations, um, so we can be real with ourselves. Like most of these conversations years ago, I wouldn't have had with a white person. I would have never admitted to a white person years ago that Africans played the role in the slave trade. Just my blackness wouldn't allow me to do that. Right. I would never give white. I would have never gave white people an out like that. So if y'all felt as though I was giving white people an out by, uh, Given Africa its culpability, right, in the slave trade, I never was doing that. I felt as though we was having a family conversation. Now, if we can't be real amongst ourselves, then I don't know what to tell you. But uh, that, that's where I'm at far as wise um, Africa. Um, I, like I said, I feel like W.E.B. Du Bois summed it up perfectly um, with the two-ness, right? We want to be... We want to be both African and American. We want, to be, we want to be black and American at the same time. We don't want our blackness to be spit upon. We don't want Africa to be spit upon, right? But we want to be African and we want to be American at the same time because that's who we is, right? So um, I turn it back over to y'all. What's going on, Unc? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, but I read Chancellor Williams' work, yo. Yeah, Chancellor Williams don't cut no cars. Yeah, he don't cut no cars on that at all. So, you know, I just know when you tell history, um, you, you're supposed to, you know, tell your side of the story. And I always give the example of the Hittites against the Egyptians. The Egyptians don't write the history talking about, oh, yeah, yo, for real, they really beat us, they really have me. That ain't how you do it. Hittites don't say, yeah, yeah, the Egyptians, they really want to. No, both sides say they want. So when telling the story of slavery, oh, there's some points that that, that 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 as you tell history to motivate your people, you, you emphasize those points. You don't talk about the bad shit. That's how history is really told. People are disappointed because white people don't tell uh, their story the way we want them to tell it. It's called history. Mm. I'm going to give you the example again. There's a document in the UN. It's the oldest such document, treaties, when two mutual powers uh, write a treaties, right? They was waging war. Yeah, you know I'm saying the end of the war, yo, and they write the document, right? 
the goddamn documents say two different things come from each side. Well, why would that be? Because that's how history is told. If you look at Russian history, right? You look at Stalin. You know Stalin was a mass nut, right? But his people, they don't tell that story that way. Right? right? That's just how it goes. So, I mean, you know what I'm saying, Chef? I'm glad you come to the conclusion. Uh, have you did? And, you know, it is what it is. But I just wanted to make that point right there. Now, moving forward, the whole anti-African uh, sentiment thing is a rouge. <laughs> it's it's flim flammery bim bammery at a hall time high. So the only thing we ever talked about was that the ancient cultures didn't understand the Big Bang. And no culture in particular. Um, people uh, 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 dove at us for that statement. They didn't get nothing right, really? No, they didn't get nothing right. But that's okay. See, people don't hear that, but that's okay. Mm. Right? They have an agenda to push Africa beyond its own means and bounds. I don't have that agenda. Uh, that's the same thing with Sarah Stupacetti does. He pushes Africa past where it could ever be. You don't have to do that. 400,000 years of history uh, clearly shows who the African was. Clear. So we don't have to listen to uh, that document that Wuja presented, right? Because those Europeans coming to Africa were slap fucking idiots. They hadn't studied it, they just didn't know. But we're not in that position today, right? We clearly understand what's going on. We, we understood where they stood up at and where they fell at. And the good detail of that is in Chancellor Williams' work. He clearly shows where they stood up and where they ass fell down. That's why I always recommend everybody to read The Destruction of Black Civilization. Great uh, great issues in race, okay, from 4000 BCE to 2000 AD. He clearly tells you what happened. Nature played a role in our fall. The Europeans, Asians, Asiatics, and, and, and other invaders played uh, part of our demise, and the African played a part of their own demise. And if anybody denies that, it's a bunch of fucking buffoonery. Simple as that. I'm gonna say it again, Chancellor Williams details three key factors in our fall. He didn't say white people did it, white people did it, white people did it, never said that. He never said they didn't participate in slavery. He never said that. He gives you a, 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 a intact detailing of what happened. Right? So, Chef's not wrong in what he's saying because Chancellor said the same goddamn thing. I just get mad at Chef when he doesn't talk about the first portion. So, it is what it is. But all that anti-African shit, let me, let, let me put y'all down with something. I've watched Smash Rockwells teach live. I've watched Smash Rockwells teach, period. So for individuals who say, I don't know what the fuck he teach, it's bananas. Smash would never say that. Now, do I understand everything that Smash understands? No. Do I understand everything that Wuja understands? No. But I've been in this class listening to him Okay, detailing information, walking me through certain things I needed to walk through, how the meta nature was deciphered, points I didn't have, right? So I've been hearing this man rock out for the last five years. 
Absolutely. On the phone, through the phone, between the phone, wherever you want to put it. I know what he teach. Hassan Hotep, the great Hassan Hotep. I know what he teach. I know how he teach. I know what he's talking about. I know his strengths. I know his weaknesses. I understand. So if Hassan say, I don't understand, he made that up. I clearly understand. That goes for all the members of the Raw Squad, from Dr. Oyamayat, uh, uh, from, 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 from the Hisi, right? Point blank. They know what I teach. That's why they throw the slur. The atheists. They know I ain't believing none of that shit. And they know they got to come way better than that. I am none of them niggas' students. I'm just not. We sit at the round table. It's a lot of things they know that I don't know. It's a lot of things that I know that they don't know. That's why we sit at the round table. So when Wu Jian Asar say, I don't understand, that's a buzzword, trick word, letting you know that they trying to trick you right after that. I'm going to say it again. Whenever they say that I don't understand, I'm not talking about Shepard. I'm not talking about Corey. I ain't talking about y'all. But whenever them two say, I don't understand, they're really saying, we trying to trick y'all. Because I do understand. I'm just not buying it based off of scientific literacy. And see, that's why we fuck with scientific literacy. Here. Because scientific literacy is a vaccine against the charlatans that come amongst you. <laughs> On this particular subject, they're charlatan your motherfucking ass. Okay, what they say? Think about how up here everybody is on this conversation. The question is, why? Why? Watch this. This is clear. From day one, we simply said, I simply said, no one understood the big bang. Only thing anybody else had to say was what Wuja claimed he said. He claimed it. Now I'm gonna tell you why I said claim. He said, because he said, let me get this clear right now. No, they didn't understand it. No one made videos about Wuju. No one called Wuju, Wuju, Wuja anti-African. No one said Wuja didn't understand. Hold on, Unc, they saying your TV, they can't really hear you. Oh, that's impossible. That national championship game, when ain't no way in the world I can get through this. <laughs> Let me see, hold on. Let me see. All right, he muted out. But what's going on, everybody? Um, it's definitely, um, they're definitely trying to call, you know, basically insinuate that we're anti-African because we're just stating what the rest of the world is stating about primitive people. We saying that people in their primitive state, right, um, did not understand the Big Bang Theory, no matter no matter what they say. So it don't matter whether you put it in Africa or you put it in Eastern Europe, right? Or you put it in, uh, in Central America, right? Or whether you put it in Southeast Asia, wherever people are undeveloped at, right? There's no way they could have knew about the Big Bang Theory. Like it did. 
they didn't. So I I, I feel like um I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, you sound better. Go ahead, go ahead. Damn, you ain't hear none of that, huh? I'm saying from day one, I made the statement that no ancient civilization understood the Big Bang. I said that on purpose to make sure I included everybody. Mm. The goddamn Greeks to the goddamn Romans to the Persians to the Native Americans in South America, North America, Central goddamn America, which is Mesoamerica, not in Australia, not in, not in uh, uh, the British Isles, Britannica, not in Rome, right? Uh, not in France. Before it was France, you had no goddamn way. I said that. So I'll be expecting the Native Americans to dive out the window saying the same thing. And guess what? They have contacted with that bullshit. Everybody contacted with that bullshit. See, this is what y'all don't know. It's all bullshit. See, this is what they don't want you to have. They don't want you to have scientific literacy. See, once you got scientific literacy, then everybody get put in their fucking place. See? Ain't no acting like you could do some shit you really couldn't do. Ain't nobody greater than nobody else. See, with scientific literacy, you put humanity exactly where it needs to be in its proper perspective. All the racism shit get thrown out the window. Everything that you thought was going to go down, it don't go down. See, you can't say that uh, Homo sapiens sapiens didn't arise in Africa because of your racism. You can't say they're three different races. Some said it was five different races. Some said it was 15 to 20 different races. Some said it was three races and they used that to promote the slave trade. You can't say that. See, scientific literacy doesn't allow that. Oh, the Dogon seen a certain star. Which one? That No, you can't say it's scientific literacy. We no longer have to be mystified. Oh, the water really wasn't the water. The water was really some dericiated matter. Oh, scientific literacy knocks that off. Oh, it was just a metaphor. Oh, Corey, you do not understand figurative speech. He doesn't have to understand figurative speech. He just has to understand scientific literacy. This is the part. This is where the road splits. You can either keep going down the road of scientific literacy or you can dive off into your cultural bias. See, I love Africa. I love Africa so much that I want Africa to have what I got. I want the little girl in the Congo and the little brother in Ethiopia to be able to go to high level schools, nursery schools, kindergarten. And not get circumcised. Middle school. You funny. Because of being illiterate to that particular idea right there, bro. Because see, that's barbaric. <laughs> anyway, I want for them kids, right, that my kids got. I want them to take scientific literacy back to their village, back to their township, back to their cities. This is the only way Africa will ever be able to compete. But if you keep giving them the same rituals that they had, what do you think they're going to be? The African-American will fight for Africa harder than Africa is fighting for itself. 
Africa don't want the old traditions no more. Hmm. All you got to do is look it up. Look it up. More people practice Islam or more people practice Christianity when they practice their own tradition. Am I making this up? More people mix it in. They mix it in. All that. Think about what I'm saying right now. Does that mean that I don't love Africa? No, I want for Africa what I got. Let me not, let me, let me help y'all out. <laughs> when you start to look at around 2800 BCE or 3000 BCE, you'll find the Egyptians burying their subjects when the pharaoh or dignitary died. That's human sacrifice. This is in Africa. You'll find the Kushite kings doing the exact same thing. This is human sacrifice. Now, me saying it, does that make me anti-African? No. That means I'm trying to show you something. They had the old ancient religions when that was part of their rituals. Their customs and their traditions. The damn Vikings did the same thing. They wanted to go to Valhalla. And before battles, it was a person would volunteer to, to get sacrificed. So I'm not the one to say that those subjects did not volunteer to go, but they can't. They, they well within their rights as functioning human beings. The Vikings did it, and the Nubians did it, and the Egyptians did it. That doesn't make me anti-African. To stand up here and say they didn't do it, is anti-African because it's supposed to be based off a of character. So we know that the Africans had some of the oldest custom and traditions and rituals on planet Earth, right? Because they resided in Africa 400,000 years prior to any mutations occurring outside of Africa. And we call that a founder event where a population, a piece of a population leaves out of place leaves out of a place and founds a new population without going back into the old gene pool. That's called a founder event or genetic drift. So we got 400,000 years, 350,000 to be precisely. The dates are constantly moving based off new available information of Africans being the masters of being a human. And their survivability was on high, unprecedented. There's no denying that. Read the nine-volume set, UNESCO. It tells you that. Book one, book two, book three, book four, book five, book seven, eight, nine. It's there. They tell you. They go as far as saying the first two million years, it, 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 led, to, it led to Earth and technological advances, early, uh, early tools. Uh, Homo erectus was African. Before it left Africa, it was African. Homo, Homo gastar was African. Before it left Africa. Australopithecus afrocensis is, is, is African. Lucy, she's on the Rift Valley. She's African. Ethiopia, African. So Homo sapiens sapiens ain't the only Africans in Africa. They led the way. As they leave the Green Sahara, they build great civilizations along the Nile. They build great civilizations in West Africa. No one denies that. On par with everybody during that time, it was the racist white supremacy that act like that they wasn't on par. 
changes start to occur. You start to be pushed away from the rest of the world. Chancellor talks about this. If you ever grew up with some homeboys and y'all get about 20 and you leave, you leave the neighborhood, you leave the corner, and you come back 10 years later and they still there, you be like, damn, them niggas ain't grew an inch. That's what happened to Africa. They got left behind. They got old. That's okay. The Chicago Bulls got old. They broke the team up. That's okay. The Lakers, after winning six championships, five championships, they got old. That's okay. It's part of what happens in the world we live in. Why are you doing what you're doing? Somebody else is doing something else. That's okay. Remember, it's diversity. Diversity that pushes planet Earth. Diversity and understanding other people's technologies. The fucking Egyptians, uh, they, they, had, they got the chariot from who? From the Hittites. They modified. Uh, Y'all talking shit about that. They took a foreign entity with a chariot with four wheels and modified it to two wheels with armor, which carried two people. One could shoot. The Hittite church couldn't shoot for the motherfucker because it was too rocky. Shit was moving all crazy. They added what? Shock absorbers, right? And some armor. Okay. And they was picking your ass off while the shit was moving. So they took other people's shit and modified it. The same thing the United States did. It's not a bad thing. They took the best scientists from around the world, in particular the German. They took their great minds to build their science. Nobody argues that. But Lord knows, don't let the pseudo killers, you know what I'm saying, introduce everybody to the shit that's going around the world. All of a sudden, we anti-African. You see the trick they play? You see the games everybody is playing? No, I'm not anti-African. I want for Africa what I got for myself and my babies. I'm going to end it right there and let somebody else jump on that, yo. I see you in the building, Cedric. I can't hear you, but I see you. Peace, family. Peace, family. Peace, family. Peace, family. How you doing? Just being my old anti-African self because I'm sounding well, well, if if um if being you know who's anti-African, anyone uh, uh keeping Africa back in the Stone Ages, when when us pro-Africans speak in terms of Africa in a historical context uh, of what they used to be and never refer to what Africa is. The universities, uh, the, the great cities, uh, the, the, the developments that is happening on the continent. When we don't refer to Africa or the continent, I'm going to stop saying Africa, the continent in its proper context, in its, in its, in, 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 in its rightful place in today's society, we are doing uh, uh, the continent injustice. Because what we are, what the image we're creating is as if these people still walk around believing there was a fiery bang and then it cooled and all of a sudden the earth was here. 
and that we're in the fourth stage of development. Now, when we on this side of the, of, of the planet refer to the continent consistently in a context which is then, we are, we are the ones doing Africa uh, injustice. So those are the people that are anti-African. I am an example of what an African is. I am scientifically literate. I'm looking forward. I'm looking to the stars. I'm under the microscope. And Kulu Kulu is something that my people did. I, I appreciate it, but it's not something that is valuable and, and, and relevant to the 21st uh, to the 21st century that we're in. So we're not anti-African. It's a great point, Cedric. They keep moving the goalposts. We're simply saying, and I'm going to repeat, why are we having a discussion with people who obviously don't understand the subject? I sit and listen to Concrete Corey break it down. Then I come on and I say, okay, I understood it. Now let's look at the story that, that, that the cosmology that was before the advent of modern science. It's a beautiful story. I'm, 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 I, I love listening to it. But from the time you start to equate it to Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson and Krauss, there's where you cross the line. It's just that simple. Why is that so hard to understand? Are we crazy? Am I crazy? Like, what makes me anti-African by saying, wait a minute, stop. You, 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 you can't do that. <laughs> stop, son. Stop, son. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, no, no, Asa. No, Reggie. The African concept was not a scientific model that had a prediction that said in the future, these people are going to find the Higgs boson. Or in the future, we're going to find cat, There is no scientific prediction there. It's a story. Yeah, it's man. a beautiful story. Do not equate the two, Asar. You're wrong. And trying to belittle the, 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 the pseudo killers that we just don't understand. No, we don't fall for the flim flam. But I mean, don't, try to pass, don't try to pass that one, slip that one in there. Now, we're, now we are able to look back and see that they were actually, no, they didn't make a scientific prediction. They didn't have a model. They had a story. Yeah. That's it. That conversation is over. If that makes me anti-African because you guys insist on making people believe that Africans are walking around in the bush with spears looking up at the stars, then you're the one that is anti-African. Not me. Because Africans have developed along with the rest of the world equally. So you, you talk to a space-age African and tell him about that story, he'll laugh at you. You believe you, what, what, what? So you're telling me there's no African, no Ghanaian, that's an astrophysicist, none. So all of them, the astrophysicists, they use that traditional story when they're developing their scientific models. 
Really? That, that, really? Who's anti-African here? Who's, who's, who's making the, the African seem as if his mind can't develop beyond what was? It's not true. It's not, it's not. It's not true, Cedric. Right now, yo, you got you, you got Africans participating like they always would have. Exactly. That's my point. We are we are, we are dredging up stories of, of of tradition, and and when when the Ghanaian scientist hears this, and he says, "You guys actually think that that is scientific, and we still believe that." My PhD. They didn't have nothing to do with Kulu Kulu and a big fire and a cooling. It had nothing to do with that. So how are you in the West now making that equation when it's scientifically unjustified, unqualified, and, 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 and simply, again, Corey's been saying it, you've been saying it, you are doing the Africans an injustice. Now you are bringing a, a story into the realm of science and we are forced to apply the scientific rigor to it and it's going to come up wanting. You guys are creating that. Nobody over here. No, we're not. We're, we're not. not we're not doing it. So, so when I say the band only had Predictable predictions, that's all they had, predictable predictions. When I say yes. Egyptians only had predictable predictions, that's all they had was predictable predictions. What they didn't have was they didn't have a prediction of something that never happened before. They didn't have science, predictions. Science, science has predictive power. It predicts, it, it, it predicts things. That's the power of science. That's the difference. Right there, not an event that occurs on regular occurrences, right? Yeah, and you have to know all to, to build a, a, a megalith and track that. That's not what we're saying. That's we don't give you the gold standard for that. But when you can predict something that never happened before, that's a bad motherfucker. See, that's what you're talking about. Charles Darwin, right? If you if you actually no, go ahead. This is what I'm gonna do. Keep talking, Cedric. I'm going to show y'all some slick shit. I'm going to show you why they gave Charles Darwin the father of evolution, right? And not the Egyptians or not the Greeks who also talked about evolution. And al Jaheed, he also spoke about evolution, right? But I'm going to show you what, what, what separated Charles Darwin. And we're going to go to the great work of John Jackson. But go ahead, because I'm going to pull it up. Go ahead, Cedric. What, you, what, what, I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, what the Africans were able to accomplish, not only the Africans, all peoples all over the world, they pioneered forecasting. They understood how the, 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 the cycles of our planet function. So they were able to track the stars. They were able to track the sun and the moon. They understood the solstices and they had predictive power by means of forecasting, not a scientific prediction. There was nothing that says in 2022, we're going to find the Higgs boson and then kek, 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 and heck, 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 is going to be established because now we don't have the technology to prove it. They didn't have that. What they have is forecasting. 
They were able to make predictions. Okay, in two months' time, the river's going to flood, so we need to start preparing. That's forecasting. That's not scientific predictions. Come yeah, on. Predictable predictions. No better. Meaning it was already occurring, yo. Exactly. And all you got to do is be around long enough to see it occur over and over again, and then you can make yeah, a yeah. predictable prediction off of that. There you go. It's two different things. That's not a scientific prediction. That's not a, a scientific prediction is a theory. That's why it's called yeah. the theory of evolution. Okay? Man, God. So if I go to John G. Jackson work, man, God, and civilization. Go to chapter three. Hold on. See if I can go there. Hold on. Chapter one. Uh, what is chapter three? I'm going to go to chapter three for y'all. The factors. Damn. Hold on. Chapter three. Ice Age and Man. All right. And they go on, they say the popular opinion that Charles Darwin was the inventor of evolution. The doctrine of evolution is false. I won't read that. Right? So when I so when I taught that, I was teaching from John Jackson. That was a fact. Because it was other people that talked about it, like I said. But this is what separated Darwin from everybody else. Oh, hold on. It says in 19. In 1871, Darwin's Descent of Man was published. And in this book, impressive evidence was adduced, tending to show that man and the anthropoid apes could be traced back to a common ancestor. Most of Darwin's contemporaries judged the continent of Asia, okay, to be most likely the birthplace of humanity. I want to stop right there for a minute. Okay, so the Egyptians didn't know where the hell man came from. They only knew what they thought their tribe came from. They didn't even know that they came from the damn desert. The Bantu didn't know where the hell they came from. Each clan was talking about their clan. The Hebrews didn't know where the hell they came from. See, we, oh, we, we, we think there were cell phones and all that. It was none of that. They just didn't know. And they sure as hell didn't know where humanity came from in the 1800s. I'm going to say, in the 1800s, the Europeans thought we came from the goddamn Bible and the Garden of Eden. Bishop Usher. Bishop Usher in the 1600s wrote a, a, a treatise on uh, where, where, where the Garden of Eden, right? Man was created in the Garden of Eden at uh, July 24th at 9 o'clock in the goddamn morning. And they all believed it up to the 1800s until Charles Darwin. Okay? And a couple of other scientists. Uh, let me see. What's the other scientist? Um, Albert Churchwood. So you got Albert Churchwood and Charles Darwin. So, let me pick up. Most of Darwin's contemporaries judged the continent of Asia Right to be most likely the birthplace of humanity. I mean, they was talking shit. But Darwin held that Africa had a better claim to the title of the cradle 
of mankind. So this was the discussion in 1871. We, watch this, we are naturally led to inquire. He asserted, there were, where was the birthplace of man? No ancient tribes knew. We are naturally led to inquire, he asserted, where was the birthplace of man? In each great region of the world, the living mammals are closely related to extinct species of that same region. Watch this. It is therefore probable that Africa was formerly inhabited by extinct apes closely aligned to the gorilla. 29. Chimpanzees, let me say this again, inhabited by extinct apes closely aligned to the gorilla and chimpanzees. And watch this. And as these two species are now man's nearest allies, it is somewhat more probable. Here's the prediction that our predecessors lived on the African continent than elsewhere. See the prediction? Scientific prediction. See the prediction? There you go. Egyptians didn't first. do it. Couldn't have did it. The, the, the Britannican, ancient Britannicans, they couldn't, the ancient Britons couldn't do it. The Franks couldn't do it. The Roman Empire couldn't do it. The Greeks couldn't do it. The Persians couldn't do it. The Australians couldn't do it. The Native Americans, the Mesoamericans, they didn't do it. They all thought in 1871 that they came from their clan and their tribe. The Europeans thought that we came from the fucking Garden of Eden, which is in Asia. The racist white supremacy said that we came from Piltdown Man some motherfucking way. This is what I'm talking about, but yet I get pushed back. I am fucking confused at this point, and I can no longer do it. I love Africa too much. Watch this. Even in the early years of the present century, scientists invest investigating the prehistoric eras were, were inclined to look chiefly to Asia as the original home of man. But in the year 19, uh, 1921, this position was strikingly uh, challenged by the publication of the origin, publication of the origin and evolution of the human race. Hold on, let me move this up. They still look, man. Even after Darwin wrote his book, they still talking shit. Watch this. In 1921, this position was strikingly challenged by the publication of the origin and evolution of the human race by Albert Churchwood. That's why John Henry Clark writes the forward in the rewrite of the damn book. They was pushing us here to understand this, so they wanted us to have this conversation like we're having right now. John Henry Clark, Dr. Ben and them, no matter how much shit they got wrong, they knew the scientific literacy was the way for us to go. 
It said the distinguished medical man held membership both in the Royal Council of Physicians and the Royal Council of Surgeons. And besides this, he was an anthropologist and uh, let me see, an archaeologist. It said the earliest members of the human race appeared in the interior of the African continent about 2 million years ago. Churchwood claimed then from that region, the Great Lakes, they spread over the entire continent. I ain't got to keep going back into all that shit. And he talks about how Egypt was settled and all that. So, you know, for real, I don't got to beat a dead horse because the fucking horse is dead. Y'all just don't know it. Science is undefeated. You can only de defeat science with better science. Not a myth, not philosophy, not worldview, with science. And in saying that doesn't take away from African worldview. And saying that doesn't make me anti-African. It makes me scientifically literate. And I know when I'm being faked out. And I know when I'm being flim-flam. Get with the goddamn program. I love to hear the stories. I love to hear the teaching. You know when I tune out? When we start to add our perspective to it. Just give me the story. Give me the story. Let me know the history. That's it. It's all good. But when we start to do these analyses and try to equate and, and, and fit and, and, and do all of this stuff, the blackology stuff, there's when I shut off. Because this discussion we're having is so primitive. Do you hear the Europeans discussing their ancient Greek their, or, or, or their, their, their Norse mythology? Do the, do the Norwegians walk around saying they had some aspects of, of creation correct in their story? Do you hear South Americans do that? The Aztecs and the Incas and the Mayas had the most elaborate cosmology that you could ever imagine. Do you ever hear this conversation happening and this equations happening from a scientific point of view out of these uh, environments. No, because science ends that discussion. When I start to hear people referring to Western science, then I got to pull the stop sign again. Western science is N-A-C-L, uh, uh, salt, kitchen salt. Is that, is that element different anywhere on the planet? Is, is, is sodium chloride uh, any different in Africa? What what do they use? Calcium chloride for salt? Yeah, the melanin is on it. In Africa, the melanin is The melanated salt. They yeah, use okay. the melanated salt. Oh, melanin. Yeah. Okay. So, so I'm confused. Then, then I'm wrong. So there <laughs> is African science. There is Chinese science. And there's American science or European science. I, I, I am really confused. Because according to me, science is science. You know what's ironic, though? You know what's ironic, Cedric? Go ahead. What's ironic is that scientists will give due credit. That's what's ironic. They'll say, hey, man, the Egyptians... <laughs> yeah 
Yes, Egypt. they would. <laughs> right? Did this first. The crucible, the Egyptians, medicine. I am Hotep is the father of medicine. Yo, like as we plan, you can look it up. Not the Greek, but I am Hotep. And nobody argues that. <laughs> what you don't hear them say is the Egyptians was the fathers of the Big Bang. They don't. You know why? Because it's not true. No, they weren't. They simply weren't. You could not talk about a Big Bang before you had a microscope because you couldn't have a telescope before you develop a microscope. So you couldn't ask certain questions. What, I'm, what I've been thinking today is how, how science and technology are symbiotic. Science produces technology, and with that technology, you further the science, which produces new technology, which further the science again. So you cannot get to third base if you haven't passed first. There's no crying in baseball. Yeah, you couldn't have did it. You couldn't have did it. You couldn't have asked those questions. You simply couldn't. Yeah, you only you, you only got this is bro. You only you got to have the technology to be able to reach to a point that those questions could be asked. This is what okay. people fail to understand. You could not look up in the sky and contemplate a big bang. You wasn't seeing things move away from you. See, see they act like they act like they act like I don't love. Cosmology stories, bro. I read cosmology stories from around the world, yo. I have a fascination with it. I got dictionaries on, I got dictionary 20, uh, 2,500 gods around the world. Like, I enjoy that. Like, that's what I do. I'm the god killer, right? So, you're going to be the god killer. You got to read it. You got to read the god. <laughs> you, you can't just read the African shit because then you start having cultural bias. Because I think that the African cosmology stories are the best. But that's my cultural bias. And see, I recognize that through my scientific literacy. See? Facts. Same here. Same here. That's why I was able to recognize my blackology one time when I was one of those that said, no, the Africans didn't participate in the slave trade. They had no role in it. They were invaded and they were captured. End of story. Now, being scientifically literate, when I get the nuance of the story, I could put things in context and put it to rest and say I was wrong and understand the politics of the time and say, yo, it made sense that they were involved. End of story. A chance End of story. story. It's that simple. I can move on. I have grown. I can put things in proper context and grow. I'm not going to go... Uh, 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 completely 180, but I put the blackology in myself to rest based on information. That's it. But I don't even mind having some blackology in me, dog. See, that's the point where everybody don't get. But I know what it is, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Egypt, Egyptians are still black for me. End of discussion. I don't want to hear a chef run say nothing. <laughs> All right, I don't want that shit. You know what I mean? Like, you can't look at the DNA yeah. type of person. Yeah, I'll let, y'all, I'll let y'all have that. Yeah, let us have that, dog. <laughs> let me have I'll that. Let y'all have y'all delusional, Yeah, it's delusional. Let me have it. I know I'm delusional. I believe I can fly. I'm not going to put it to the test. Just let me have it. No, the reason why I do have it is because 
the reason why I let y'all have it at this point is because of scientific literacy. And I know there's no such thing as race. So at that point, I just back off. You know yeah. what I mean? Exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Conversation <laughs> neutralized based on yeah. the science. We reached to the point that we understand there's no race, there's only culture. Conversation over. <laughs> Shit, don't get me started. Anyway, man, I don't want to drag the conversation out. I just want to say, man, you know, like, like, like I spent um, like my whole career, right? Uh, uh, volunteering. This is, this is volunteering for me. You know, like it's other shit I could definitely be doing. We volunteers here, yo. And, and so I see the whole thing. See, everybody underestimate what the fuck I see. I see it. I smell it. I see it before you see it. I could just see it. So what I'm saying is I seen a need for, for the whole community to continue to grow. Right? And, and, and to grow to the point where, where if you're in America as an African-American, damn, yo, shouldn't you, shouldn't you take care of your community first? We're shooting each other down like dogs in the street. We can't even listen to good hip-hop, right, without somebody getting shot in the fucking street. Based off of that, it's the most ridiculous thing. Our community is in trouble. Although I might love Africa, I don't love Africa more than my own community. And guess why I don't love Africa more than my own community? Because if I don't help fix my community, my kids growing up in that community will end up falling prey to that. It's not confusing. You got to fix your own shit for you can fix somebody else's house. And without scientific, literacy, without scientific literacy, without education, uh, scientific literacy is the ability to make decisions, everyday decisions to function in a society. Like, if you take that out of people's ability to reason, then they cannot make decisions, everyday decisions that are best for them, nor their community. And we're seeing that. Like we are actually seeing that quote or the definition of scientific literacy play out in front of our eyes. The inability to make the right decisions in our community. From the mm -hmm. vaccine to the music, to our behavior, to, to everything. We, we, we're the only community in the world that would celebrate an athlete over a scientist. That we don't know the name of the, the, the lady that played a crucial role in developing the vaccines, but everybody knows that Kyrie Irving is an anti-vaxxer and we <laughs> listen to him. Like only in our community. Like be honest. Like let, let's be honest here. We're the only people that you hear about the celebrities more than the scientists. The string theory was 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 calculated by a black scientist. 
How many of us know that? I can't even bring his name right now. But everybody know that, 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 <laughs> that, uh, what's her name? The Trinidad chick that Ooh. lives in the place. The, the Trini, the Trini girl was, was, uh, um, 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 lying about her cousin and whatnot, and everybody was running with that story that the pseudo killers had to dedicate an episode to debunking a uh, 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 female hip hop artist. Like, really? Oh, uh, uh, what's her name? The the uh, the one that lied. Not Cardi B. The other one. Oh man, the doll, the dolly looking one. Um, you see, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you. I she. Damn, she fell off the face of the earth. What the <laughs> hell is her name? Who? What? Uh, what's the girl name? Uh, oh man, the New York rapper chick. Uh, not Cardi B, the one that came before Cardi B. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Hey, hey, CK. What's the girl name? Okay, going. No, he's ain't paying no damn attention. Okay, yeah, you see that grown man here? We don't know that stuff. And Gozy was here. Gozy, where you go at? And Gozy. Well, what's her name? Oh shit. Oh, <laughs> um. God damn, she sing Anaconda. Nicki Minaj. Um, Nicki yeah, Minaj. Nicki, Nicki Minaj. Like. We we had to dedicate a show to debunking Nicki Minaj. Like really, <laughs> like really, like 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 this is, <laughs> oh man, like this is the state of our community. Let's be honest. And then when we when we try to educate our people, we we have to be battling on our own house when we got when we got top 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 people in our community. Giving you the flim flam on scientific literacy and, and what a what a scientific yeah. hypothesis is. Right and come on, like right. come on. There is no way Assad is gonna sit on a paddle with the pseudo killers and try to convince anybody on the pseudo killers <laughs> that the Africans, whichever one, had a hypothesis, a scientific hypothesis and a theory with prediction. Yeah. We ain't going man. You damage your credibility trying to win an argument. It's a crazy argument. No need to argue. There is no argument. There's no argument. Now he starts off by saying he's not trying to do post hoc rationalization, and halfway in his conversation does exactly that. Man, I gotta look that up. What the hell is it? You keep saying it a hundred times. We where did that? Where did that? What? Um, a scientific theory, like 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 uh like oh um, no post hoc. No, no. I'm gonna explain what it is. I'm gonna explain like this. Like you explain why why uh, Darwin is the father of evolution. Now, some other dude comes up and he creates a whole nice story. And includes Africa in it with his nice story. That's post hoc because the first person that did it, that had the, the hypothesis, that had the prediction, 
was Charles Darwin. So anyone that comes after making a claim that there was a story that said that Africa was the birthplace is using post hoc rationalization. <laughs> He's fitting his That's narrative into. That's a logical fallacy. It's a logical fallacy. And they're, <laughs> and they're doing it, and they're doing oh, it from jump. Before they start, I told them that's what they're going to do, and they did exactly that. There is no scientific prediction from an African that talks about a Big Bang, that a, a expansion of the universe. There isn't. So now, so now let's go look at the story. Anytime you use Big Bang in your explanation, your post-hoc rationalization. Because the Africans didn't use the term, they didn't have the definition, they didn't have that reasoning. So your your argument is mute before you begin it. Hit him with the post hot. <laughs> post hot. Like I said, when you study philosophy and logical fallacies, Chani Chan, go back and look at Chani's video. She breaks it all down, and these guys are making the the the, the false equivocations. They're they're doing post hoc rationalization. They're doing false dichotomies. They, they they're doing it all. All. I'm sitting there listening, going, "Okay, logical fallacy. Oh, oh, nope, false dichotomy. Oh, no, no post hoc rationalization. No, no, no. You can't do that. That's a false equivocation. You you you're saying the African concept." You're going over, you're reading the scientific definition, then you're coming and you're making the leap between the two without ever having an actual scientific link. You can't do that. You're crossing borders. You're taking you're taking a a a a a a, a guess, an idea. And you're trying to make that idea into a scientific uh, a, a theory and model with, with predictions in it by saying we are now discovering what the Africans already thought. No, where did the Africans say in 2022, we're going to discover the Higgs boson and we're going to understand wave particles and they're going to be identified in this and this and this area. And then this, we should see this and this and this. There is no scientific predictions in any of those cosmological stories. They are stories. That's it. We cannot equate them or talk about them in the scientific realm at all. We're doing those people an injustice. By means of logical fallacies and in illogical reasoning. I've been saying it from the beginning, like, like, why are we having this discussion? Like, no, like, we can't do that. Like, it's not necessary. Don't do it. Like, no, you're doing the Bible stuff. Mm -hmm. you're, doing the, you're doing the Muslim stuff. Like, I've heard a Muslim apologist say that the Quran knew that alcohol would cause um, 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 neonatal uh, uh, illnesses 
and, and, and birth defects. That's why the Quran banned it. Therefore, the Quran is a scientific book. Hey, what's the book? What y'all say get yo, chef? Um, I don't know. I forgot. Oh, come on. God damn. We said it was the... In the chat room, somebody that was listening to the show earlier, what they say? It was some uh, James P. Allen. Um, hold on. <laughs> hey, yo, we just had Tony O'Brien crazy as shit. He said the Bucks use surprise attack doctors. Appointment to justify. <laughs> 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 I fuck with him, yo. Yo, we on some extra shit. He said Antonio Brown's attorney said the Buccaneers use surprise attack doctors' appointment. To justify release. Yeah, NFL be playing games like a motherfucker, yo. He just take off his shirt and make the shit look so wild. He just wild out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like, yo, you need to be playing like what nigga I quit. I'm telling you what shit up. You can't go, coach. He's like, I ain't going for it. Ankle fucked up. Crazy. Yo, you that's funny, yo. Tony was like, no. But he crazy like that glue, though. Anybody felt what the book was? Yeah. Hold on. All right. By that what are talking about? You know what we're talking about, CK. No, I don't. <laughs> Come on, CK. You've been, you know, you been, you been on the rock? She had that I mean, it depends. Can you be more specific? She was on the kill street. Oh shit! What the what the Egyptians what what the Africans understood about the cosmos and what modern science understands the cosmos. We simply made the statement that no ancient population of human beings understood the Big Bang. Wuja comes right behind us to say no ancient population understand the Big Bang, and then try to explain how they did. I'm fucking confused. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what people do. Just that damn. Now, this is how I would agree with them if and only if it was phrased in this way. Like, let's just say, for an example, like if we had like a Wikipedia article, and in that Wikipedia article on the Big Bang, they talked about what a lot of other cultures believed before we got to the Big Bang. You know, not just Africa, but hey, like what did the Native Americans think? What did the Europeans think? you know, before, you know, modern science. I see nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? Because that's what people thought. That's what they believed at the time. They didn't really have any evidence for it. But to sit there and try to say that, hey, you know, this is similar to, you know, stuff that actually can be proven with evidence today. Like, we might be reaching a bit. <laughs> a bit. <laughs> yeah, just a you bit. You know what I mean? But yeah. to charge the whole pseudo kills, we don't all agree. We ain't all on 100% on the same page, so they need to calm down with that. But we all on the same page on this one. Yeah, we on the same page, just y'all. Yeah, we anyway. on the same page. Ain't no way it they just, can get... That's what I just said. It depends on how it's phrased. But to it say that no we're anti-African because, because someone says that, hey, this is what a group of people believed at, at a particular time. And then we're saying that, hey, you know, like this isn't science. This is just their belief. This is just an assumption. You know, that's 
not fair, you know, because if you put, you know, the Native Americans cosmology in front of us and we read it right here on the panel, all of us would say the same exact thing. We would say, hey, you know, this is what they believe. This is what they thought at the time, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's still not science. Right. The problem is, is when you start mixing people's philosophical beliefs with things that actually can be proven with evidence, that's when we finna run into problems. And I think if people just realize that these two things are separate and stop trying to combine these two things, you will have less problems and less confusion too on top of that. Uh, we wouldn't have even had a show but about it. This is how I probably would agree that we might be anti-African though. When we allow <laughs> certain individuals like Chief X on the panel who have constantly disrespected people of this group and other groups that we're affiliated with, but he keeps constantly being allowed on our platform. But people that have never done that, but actually been supporters of us, like Sister Kaba, gets kicked off the panel for simply just reading the passage. But I don't know. I could be wrong. What do you think about that, Brother Sheffrin? <laughs> CK, you ain't shit. <laughs> I mean, you should have known I was going to come for you. That's the only reason you came on the panel. You were playing. I'm gonna mute my mic and watch. I gotta mute my mic. I muted. She don't care about Africa or what we talking about. You the problem. You the problem. I mean, y'all are still my brothers, but you need to rectify that situation. What do y'all want me to do? What? What could I possibly What do? human beings do when they do things that they should not have done to begin with and show questionable flipping behavior? Right. They correct that. They I hopefully don't do that in the that lady. You apologize, sir? On the phone. I talked to her on the phone. Okay. If I find what out other I'll do? be coming what? back for you. Hold on. What do I got? What do I got to kill a, a baby calf? I got. I got. Yes, you have to make a human sacrifice, right. or you I got, have to I gotta rub kill. the sacred crystals, pray to Yeshua. And I, I gotta mean, kill a bull. You gotta at least do what you said you was gonna do. Listen, I gotta kill a bull. You feel me? For y'all to let that shit go, is y'all crazy? Well, hey, I wasn't aware that you already apologized. Y- y'all didn't do worse shit than I didn't did. Really? Please, name one Listen. thing that any of us have done that was worse. I Listen. would love to fucking hear I'm, that shit. I'm sure y'all have. Like, Please, but y'all would never admit it. You feel name me? One. And I don't feel that bad because I've done way worse <laughs> shit in my life than to kick somebody off of a Zoom. So for y'all, <laughs> if y'all knew the type You did shit worse I've than done, that, Chef. You yeah, kicked yeah. her off. Then you joked about it in the chat. And oh, then, I've done way worse than that in my life. That's not even something to even feel. That people actually know about. Yeah, that, that, that that's not something that I could actually. I'm so, so, so I'm trying to get to y'all sentiment. Uh, this one, Matt. Sister Gaba has followed me from day one and been my supporter when 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 the nuts been against me. Yo, she been right there for me. I thought family. she was trolling. Right, but my point Why? is, let me finish my what point. What would make you me, think come that on, she man, was let me, trolling? Let me finish my point. I can't yell this. I'm telling you. <laughs> I mean, she, she, she's a friend of all our podcasts from day one. And I'm with her. She didn't took unnecessary heat 
from the Negroes. And the last thing, the last thing she expects is to come on a show that I'm on and a part of and get kicked off. You know what I'm saying? That that's all. Lot. That's all. So, so it's a, it's a, it's a, it, first of all, it's, it's, it's not right. It's downright embarrassing. And it, it just, it was a mistake. This shouldn't happen. Okay. And, you know, it, it was friendly fire. And, I mean, maybe you, you thought that she was coming to back Rob Bourne. I don't know how it was or if you thought she was. I don't know. Only you know. I know we all so, got on the phone. I know that. I know that did occur. Right? So send her the link and let her come on. And I will apologize to Sister Kava on the on the live, on the channel that I hit the 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 kick call. I will apologize to her right here. So if y'all don't believe she was apologized to, I will for if I kicked her off on a live show, I can apologize to her on the live show. So send her the link. It don't have to be uh, a private apology. If I did something in public, I can apologize in public. So if she want to come on, I will apologize to her. And Sister Kaba, if you listening, I'm sending you some money to your cash app for you to enjoy lunch on me on behalf of the Pseudo Killers channel. I'm saying it live so everybody heard it. Lunch on me for me cutting your wisdom when you was building. I heard you was actually defending our viewpoint, what you was reading. I couldn't hear it. I don't know what I was doing. So <laughs> <laughs> now, before anybody continues, I gonna just say this: if anybody thinks the pseudo killers are anti-African, we always say the woman first. Chani come on the chat on the panel, and she's the only one who could have put Chevron in place. If all you don't understand that the black woman is God after that. Who? And that we are African Senate. I Who? don't want to hear nothing about it again. Who? Who you talking about? CJ. I'm saying, Chani, come on and put Chef in his place. And only, and Chef got nothing to say. You know why? Because the black woman is God. <laughs> uh, don't get it twisted, man. I still love you, my brother, Chef. I know. I know. Y'all start acting crazy. Love. I'm going to say it. some shit. I might I'm say I'm kind of mad, CJ. I'm kind of mad. Ain't nobody lit no fake ass chief X on this motherfucker. Soon as I got one, that nigga get kicked off immediately. So let's get that straight. Based I off was using it as an you. example, sir. I just yeah, felt when, like when as a nigga, we don't have people on the panel that's been like super disrespectful. And we just kept letting those type of people on the panel. I never it comes on reads a passage, she gets part way in, gets kicked off and blocked from coming back on the panel. And she ain't getting no I don't know what all that. That shit was. Uh -huh. Yeah, that 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 was the black flag to me. <laughs> Look, it was <laughs> late. Listen, it was late, and I just was clicking shit. I know. Like, this I heard that shit was on the screen. I ain't even go back. If you say that. you apologize, I will let it go. <laughs> I did, but like I say, um, you can send her the link. She come on. I can publicly apologize to her, and I will publicly send her lunch money. To wherever she want to get lunch at, tomorrow is on me on behalf of the pseudo killers cutting her wisdom. So, all right, we're gonna check on that too. We're gonna we're gonna go back live tomorrow and make sure she got that. 
We'll but see. I do have a a question that is back on topic. Um, Rona. Uh, no, not Rona. Uh, but I'm just confused as to how this whole like back and forth craziness even started. Because I know I be MIA half the time, and then sometimes y'all be having conversations on other people's platforms that I may not support for various reasons. Um, so I'm confused because when I saw the very first like kind of thing that Sean was kind of reading. I was confused that entire live stream. I was like, <laughs> what the hell are we talking about? Like, I didn't even know. Like, I just kept like asking like logical fallacy questions because I just was like confused, like trying to get like, what what, what are we talking about? <laughs> like, CK ain't nobody saying that. Well, like, I'm confused. Like, that's why I'm asking you these like far out questions that is not what you're saying. Like, I don't even know what you're saying. But you can't say one thing then say the direct opposite. And then lie later on and say that you didn't say the direct opposite because I want to be on their side. Let me keep it 100. I want to be on their side, but I'm sorry. Like, you, 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 can't, you, can't. You, can't. you can't, you can't force people's belief systems. You can't force people's belief systems into science, man. No, and guess what? If somebody in Rome was trying to do, do that with their little Roman gods and their little beliefs, we would be daggering them the fuck up too. If some Asian oh, mother flowers come up on here with they Buddhist, whatever, Taoism, whatever, and try to do the same thing, they finna get the same treatment. And I'm not gonna lie, when it comes to Africa, we do have a tendency, even myself, I throw myself under the bus. I do give Africa like a grain of rice of a pass. But if you go too far, if you go too crazy with it, like they will get the same exact treatment that I would give towards any of these other belief systems. I don't have to call it Abrahamic. I don't have to throw it in any of these random categories. And actually, while it's on my mind, uh, there was one thing I wanted to uh, action or actually bring up in an action. I found it very conflicting. And I'm just gonna call it like it is hypocritical that mother flowers were accusing you and Sheffrin of using white supremacy terms and using, I guess you could say, I don't know, Western ideology or whatever. I mean, not white supremacy terms, my bad. White uh, Western ideology or Western terms. Um, but then they turned around and used Western terms to explain like everything they were explaining. Like that was just... Like I was, like I said, I was confused that entire live stream. I'm like, I felt like I was in the twilight zone. <laughs> twilight zone, twilight zone, Shannon. I couldn't believe what I was hearing when, when there is so much writing on the scientific credibility of certain people. I couldn't believe the logical fallacies. Then you're not equating, but then you're referring to modern science. You're using these scientists' name without ever showing any evidence where they themselves made that equation. So it, 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 it's crazy. Then you're not doing it, but then, yes, look, modern science says this, and they say that, and but it's completely confusing. One minute is their worldview, the next minute it's equating to science, then that's not what you're doing. And still that's what you're doing. You, 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 it's like, yo, we are wrong. English. You're, you're literally trying to make it seem like y'all were like 
demonizing y'all for using English and then turning around to use, turning around and using English. <laughs> demonizing y'all for using Western terms and Western ideology, <clears throat> then turning around and reading literature from a dude that backs their claim using Western terms and ideologies. <clears throat> I was just beyond. Like I just I was done. Like I, I couldn't even respond. I I, I just that, that, it, I felt like I was like it, it felt like I'm not gonna say that they pseudo, but it just felt like how I feel when I'm going up against pseudos, just keep dropping stuff, keep dropping stuff. And it's like yeah. doing contradictory stuff back and forth, and it's like, damn, like we can't even stay on topic here. Like, what's going on? You know what was you know what was sad, Shani, that I actually went and looked up neutron soup. <laughs> I heard it so much I was convinced that was an actual term <laughs> Neutron soup hey, Gotta eat <laughs> So look I'm gonna read what Sean had read Because yeah, I threw the books in the back chat. I found it. The books that Sean was saying, oh, y'all can't find these books. These books ain't on PDF. I found them <laughs> shits immediately. I was right. like, what the hell are you talking about? Easy. I don't found the book in PDF. Here y'all go. Right. <laughs> and if anybody so that, else wants any of them books, I can drop them exactly where they, well, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I haven't read them yet to decide how pseudo they are, whether they need to go in the pseudo trash can or not. But we'll see. If anybody want it, I get to Right, so you, let me you read the part about the door glad. My question is, where did he get the flower from? I'm about to read it. <laughs> I'm about to read it now. All right, this is what uh, Sean had read. This was started it as African cosmology of the Bantu Congo. And he read from the mapping of the universe. <clears throat> All right. For the Bantu people, the Congo in particular, the universe as we see and know it is the result of the primitive event that occurred in and around it, well known as the God-cooked dough, the magmatic matters, the Big Bang. It is the result of an expanding fire process that leaves behind it through a cooling process, satellites, and planets. It is the process of the cosmic expanding fires. According to the Congo teachings, our planet Earth was the starting point of this fire in our solar system. On the ground of this old Bantu teaching, the universe can be mapped in three main layers or zones, depending if it is green, gray, or red. Green or breathing planet. Green or breathing planets are living planets because they have completed the four great formation stages of the Congo Cosmogram, known as... Uh, the Kinga de Congo. They, the key word to these planets is greenness, the vitality giving nature. Green planets like our own planet Earth can be thought of as the oldest planets 
to our solar systems. The Earth, for example, can be seen for the Bantu people as the oldest planet of the solar system. Green planets occupy the center of the systems in our expanding universe. The expanding creative fire energy that departed from the first event or the Big Bang was not an experimental explosion from a laboratory, say the Bantu Congo. It was a natural, call it divine imperative order to bring a transformation process into being throughout the universe and into all its planets until their full maturity, i.e. be able to breathe and give light and, and give care, carry, to give curry or curry life, I guess that's what he's trying to say. To our present knowledge, our planet, the Earth, is the only planet known that has so far fulfilled this order. It is green or breathes and does not only give life, but is able to sustain it up into now as well. And then B, gray planets. Gray planets are planets without life yet. They are without life yet because these planets are still in their cooling or gola process stage. Eventually, uh, heading towards their second and third and fourth stages of the Kinga de Congo. Um, Cosmogram's great stages as described by my works I guess he wrote a work in 69, 86, and 91. The moon or in, in Gondor and the planet Mars, which means wife of the moon, are of these stages, are of this stage. Planets in this group occupy the second layer of the map. Immediately after the green planets, planets layer. The key word in this zone is grayness, dust, but also dryness. These planets are naked, dry, and covered with dust. Um, they are without plants, animals, and of course, without human beings. The Bantu Congo teaching suggests that if left alone, these planets will eventually complete the four stages of planet transformation process, which is based on the Congo cosmogram. See the rise in plants and animals and beings like humans share life on them. And then C, red hot planets. Red or hot planets are actually burning planets. They are still um, matters in fusion without a clearly defined shape or form. They are at their primitive or first stage of planetary formation process. Their Big Bang stage. These planets from the actual last frontier form the last, the last actual frontier of a system such as our own. Beyond these frontiers are infinite dark fields to be invaded by the future firing process of expanding systems. 
Um, that's crazy. Um, what do y'all think about that? You realize for them, the Big Bang happens every time a planet is formed, right? Yeah, that's what it's basically was um, saying. It was saying that, you know, the fiery planets are still in their Big Bang stage. In the Big Bang stage. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not laughing at the story. I'm laughing at how we're trying to fit this square peg in a round hole. That's what I'm laughing at. Like, the story is beautiful. Like, realize these guys didn't have no tools. So when, like, that's that's creative in the imagination. Okay, like, okay. To, to even think that the, the, the moon was dust. Like, to have that imagination, because you can't see it. So to have that imagination is really cool. But then to, to assume that they were scientific in their process, their hypothesis is already proven false. The planets aren't continuing to evolve. There was no Big Bang of any planets. So their hypothesis, if you want to call it one, that the planets will continue to evolve into a stage of greenness. Now we know that scientifically that hypothesis is wrong. Okay, done. End the discussion. Why, why continue to beat a dead horse? Why continue to create a, 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 a false equivocation and then try to make it real? Like this is illogical, irrational. It simply is like it, it, this. Don't make no sense. Like Chani was saying, I'm listening to the to the explanation and going, huh? What? 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 Why you? Okay. I mean, that shit is actually hard to read. <laughs> like, I'm, uh, and, and the <laughs> fact that they tried to equate that that it had some type of um, parallels with the Big Bang theory, right? Um, even the words that he was using in it was showing that it was a modern interpretation exactly. or, or, or try, trying to, you know, fit um, a square into a round, you know what I mean, hole like you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, that that's just. When you read the first paragraph, mm -hmm. the, the, read it again. There's, there's a sentence that's incomplete. There's something between, and then there's no explanation of between what. I kept slowing him down with, with, with that um, first first line. The first couple of lines, there's a how, huh, what, what, what? There's between what? Between nothing. It's just between. The, the magmatic matter. Let me see. Yeah, yeah, that around there. It's just between. <laughs> between what? It's so like, I have a question though. What you were reading, was that like their actual oral tradition or is somebody like interpreting that? The, what's the name? Fukial is interpreting. Yeah, because I'm like extremely perplexed if you're trying to say that, hey, that this is something that was orally passed down. And people were saying this, you know, before the Big Bang was even, you know, talked about or 
hypothesized before it became like a theory or whatever. They wouldn't have been using words like the Big Bang. So what was the exactly. original word that they used? Like, that's why I was confused. Like when they were exactly. reading that, I'm like, hold up. I'm confused. Like, what, what, where is this from? And then when he showed the title of the book, I was like, huh, let me try to find this real quick. <laughs> but is that the, so? Uh, so let me start it out. Oh, my bad. Uh, it says for the Bantu people, the Congo in particular, the universe as we see it, as we see and know it, is the result of, of the primitive event that occurred in and around it. Yeah, right there. In and around what? Ah. Uh, the, I guess the the primitive event. What happened in and around it? Uh, what the fuck? Like, it don't... All right, let me okay. start it over. For the Bantu people, <laughs> the Congo in particular, the universe as we see and know it is the result of the primitive event that occurred in and around it. Well known as God cooked dough, the magmatic matters, the Big Bang. That's the whole sentence. Okay. That that's a a crazy. All right. That's crazy. Basically, sentence. it's leaving it's leaving a lot of room for assumption and, and uh yeah. personal interpretation, like how you see yeah. with the Bible. That, for the Bantu people, the Congo in particular, the universe as we know as we see and know it know is it. the result of the primitive event that occurred in and around it, well known as. God cook dough, i.e. Okay. the magmatic matters, the Big Bang. That's the sentence. So now if I'm to deduce, so the universe as we see it, there are these Big Bangs happening. And what we see now is a result of all those little Big Bangs that happen. The first Big Bang was the Earth because we are in the fourth stage. And then the others banged after. All right. Resulting in what we see now. And the red planets, the red planets or the, the one, the, the red ones are, the, 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 are in their bang, big bang phase. All right, let's read it. So big let's bang is a phase planet. of development. All right, let's go to the red planets right here. Red hot planets, red or hot planets are actually burning planets. They are still matters in fusion without a clearly defined shape or form. They are at their primitive or first stage of planetary formation process, their big bang stage. Says it right there. Okay. So now when we go back, <laughs> our universe is a result. Of, no, our, everything we see is a result of big bangs. So each star, each planet, each galaxy, everything you see had its own little Big Bang. Man. This now it gets even crazier. <laughs> I mean, this would make a good science fiction story. The movie would sell out. <laughs> Planets banging into existence. In the beginning, the void. Fire. It'll sell out in theaters. <laughs> See, we try to make sense out. 
we trying to make sense out of it. Since they claimed it made sense, now when you read it to make it make sense, it don't make no damn sense. Now, now I understand it, but it don't make sense. Sosa, what's up? Hey, much. What's going on? What's going on? Nothing this spooky out. <laughs> I pull up for a late night bill. Yeah, man. Like, uh, I listened to y'all earlier and shit. I was in, in, in the chat and shit. It's just like, um, you know, you know, correlation doesn't always equate to evidence. All right. That's why they said correlation or causation. Just because you can show a correlation doesn't mean it's actually evidence or something. You see what I'm saying? So, and, and that, and I, for me, first, you, that's why I said first you have to show that that they were actually making a genuine attempt to understand the universe, right? And the only way you can show that is to show that they were doing using some type of scientific method. But they didn't. But when you but when you realize that they never made a prediction, right? They never demonstrated something uh, came up with a model that was repeatable. Then you can't then jump and just skip that and say well, they was. It was science, and that's why you know that's why I fell out, fall out with it. And I listened to Fukiao, you know, I listened to one of his damn uh, lectures. He was talking like, you know, he was talking crazy. He was like a baby can't recognize a parent's face till he's like one years old. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you know what I'm saying? He was like, you know, when you go to the hospital, you're not really sick. You know, it's it's because you've done something to your ancestors. Your stomach is in knots. And you don't need a doctor. You need somebody who can undo the knots. And, and that was kind of it for me. And I was like, I'm done. Yeah, he's pseudo. They didn't brought well, a pseudo. Oh, they are initiated. They are trying to throw a pseudo on us and act like we no. can't recognize, like the pseudo killers can't recognize a pseudo. This Bull whole pushback. Body. Right, this whole pushback is came because from the moment Sean started reading, the pseudo killers could recognize that it was some <laughs> pseudo shit going on. <laughs> then he put a boy. name to it. Then he Sean said Fukiao. Now we got a name for the pseudo. You know, and <laughs> hey, you know the thing is though, like you know, we know our like in America, we know our pseudos here. Yes, I mean, we 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 can right. identify them, but you know you getting folks from the continent. We don't, you know, what I'm saying you got no way. Like they can Valentine over there. You don't know. No, he's not pseudo. I'm sorry, guys. Both Asar <laughs> and Rob Bond stated it clearly. He's initiated, so he has information and an understanding we're not privy to. He's not pseudo. He's just functioning a higher plane. He's been initiated. You guys don't listen when the guys are talking. I listen very well. We will never understand because he's been initiated. So he is completely spooked out. We over here trying to make scientific literacy and read and comprehend. We are not functioning on the same spooked level. We haven't been initiated. Have you cut a chicken and smoked a cigar? Yeah. Which one of you smoked a chicken? <laughs> it says red hot planets are actually burning planets. Okay. They are still they are still matters in fusion 
without a clearly defined shape or form. They are at their primitive or first stage of planetary formation process, their big bang stage. Wow. Like, how did we miss that? We missed and that. And we are equating that with uh, saying that it has aspects or parallels to the big the bang. Like, and now, you know, now I'm now I'm hearing Sean questioning Unk. Unk, didn't the planets didn't didn't they, it they, wasn't there an expansion of fire and wasn't there a cooling Unk? Wasn't there a cooling Unk? Answer me, Unk. I'm asking you these questions, Unk. But you can uh you can draw a correlation between childbirth and the Big Bang. You know what I'm saying? Yep, right. From a, from a liquid. You can do it with one thing, you can do it with anything. You know what I'm saying? You just mm -hmm. merge. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's why I call yeah, it. Yeah, the, the, the explosion but, when the egg merges yeah. with the sperm cell and the, and the light that, that flashes off. You know, that's it's a moment of big bang. It's the inception yeah, of the universe. Yeah, that's why correlation ain't a good barometer. You know what I'm saying? Just because you can find parallels and shit, because you find parallels in all. Oh, a lot of ancient calls about it. Damn, they're all of them. But, you know what um, but, all of a, but all of a sudden, ain't nobody, ain't nobody doing no religious shit now. None of that ancient. <laughs> oh, God, God is gone now out of all the, of all, out of all across the country. No, no, you're wrong, Sosa. God is a European concept. You know, so when we use and, and, and use our European and our Eurocentric state of mind and apply these concepts to the continent, then 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 we're showing how 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 we're still conditioned by the Western philosophy, because God is not based on a definition of something supernatural outside of the realm of reality. No, it's yeah. not that because happy is a river. God is the universe. Okay, God is a universe, you know, and in Africa, we, we don't have religion. What we have is worldviews and we have culture. And, 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 and this is the way that we, we, we identify ourselves. So, so you haven't been listening. So, so I'm disappointed. Go <laughs> ahead, <laughs> CJ. No, I was just going to say, so, so you could throw it right back out. You know what I mean? It's so easy for someone to say, hey, there's correlation, there's parallels between, you know, pick whatever, you know, culture's cosmology you want to, you know, insert in the blank with the Big Bang. You know what I mean? But as soon as we flip it and start comparing how, oh, look how similar, you know what I mean, Christianity is to, you oh, know, the Egyptians' oh. religious practices. Oh, ain't no similarities. Oh, there, there ain't no correlation. You're going to get a lot of barking then. So it makes me wonder, like, how hypocritical people can be. Like, you know, once we get to talking about something that you're passionate about, now there, there's no there's no correlation. But like when you want something to be true so bad, despite the evidence. Oh, there's correlation now. Yeah, you got to be careful. It on, I, I like, uh, you know, they just. They have no, there's no objectivity when it comes to Africa at all. You know what I'm saying? And I remember watching um, Neil deGrasse Tyson, he was talking to uh, Joe Rogan. And Joe Rogan was doing on his UFO alien shit, right? 
you know, and Neil deGrasse Tyson was drilling him with questions upon questions, right? And then in the middle of it, he had to slow down. I said, hold on. He said, listen, I don't want you to think that I'm bad with you. But he said, he said that this is science. He said, that's how it's done. He said, we do this to other scientists. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's constant critique and critique and question. So, and, and when we do it, they look at it as if, oh, we're badgering them. You know what I'm saying? They, they, don't, they, they don't expect to be scrutinized like that. So, so they don't really know how to accept that type of scrutiny because they look at it, oh, you know what, I'm just, I'm done. You know what I'm saying? You, you asking all these damn questions. You know what I'm saying? You ain't, but that's what you're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? So if, and if you make this extraordinary claim, then you need to show extraordinary evidence. No, we need to listen to the presentation, be convinced, right? Because they, they get on a soapbox, they do a presentation. Assad didn't come on to have a conversation and go, go like we do, sentence by sentence, analyze, read the whole document, go back, read again. What, what did it say there? No, he wants to give a presentation. Um, um, do, all his, yeah, do all his logical fallacies, um, make all his claims that he can't support, um, 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 try to, 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 to do the flim-flam, but it needs to be in a presentation form because you don't get pushback. So you get a half an hour, 45 minutes of a whole long bunch of conversation, right, where you don't get to slow him down I notice Sean like to do that too. He's not willing to have a conversation, go on a soapbox, have a presentation and call that scientific. That, that'd be the case. But even after you do your scientific uh, presentation, all scientists get in the battlefield and defend their arguments. They don't run away. They don't have a presentation, uh, refuse to answer some questions, get on, get you know, and start to get a bit. Um, um, I'm scientific. You guys don't don't understand because I don't agree doesn't mean I don't understand. Because you can defend your point. Um, I got stuff to do. Bye. After wasting our time with your half an hour presentation of bullshit. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm glad I wasn't on the panel because he would not get through with that presentation. I was going to stop him every 10 minutes. No, what you say there? No, no. But you said you wasn't going to pull sock. But you're doing that right here, right now. From the time you 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 reference modern day science, you're now make, making that claim based on modern day science. Now I'm going to question everything you're saying based on modern day science. And then you can't go back to philosophy and their worldview, and their understanding, and then use forecasting, local local understanding of the changes in your seasonal weather to determine that they understood cosmology. Who equates the two? Where in, where in the universe of science you ever heard such an equation? Using forecasts to say they had predictive models. Huh? Forecasting, knowing when the rain's going to come, is their way of knowing the universe. Really, Asar. Really, Sean. And then you go on the soapbox, hit the link, and come and have the conversation. Now, Sean, now that we understand that each planet had a Big Bang, Come and show me how this means the expansion of the universe. I need that explanation from Sean, because we done. 
He's going to tell you he's not making the claim. Fookie Al is making the claim. That's what they're going to they tell you. Anybody you can say they by claim. I'm going to tell Remember, you. Not that you. long ago, someone accused some individuals of hiding behind sources. So you either agree with the claim that the person is making or don't. If or you, you agree with them. their claim, so let's drop them sources. Defend it. Let, let's learn something today. Yeah, nah, they, they ain't saying that. I, I didn't heard every uh I didn't heard every damn excuse that they not um now was not they not saying this the big bang. Now they saying it, it paralleled or merged some aspects of the Big Bang. Like, I mean, and we just found out tonight. No, we don't. Right tonight, right here. We the, the big discovery. Red alert. Do your thing, John. will flat out say they understood the you the understood <laughs> the makers of the universe. He said that on he said that on unbiased show. You know what I'm saying? So he went away from he jumped off parallel and mirror. He's saying, nah, they understood. Uh they 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 had an understanding of the the, uh, the making of the universe. Now if he That's come on right he, here, he gonna say he ain't say that. That's <laughs> where the universe happens every night, right? Or, or yeah. you misunderstood That's why it replays itself every night. Nah, he said that shit verbatim, but you know he did. You know he do. He was king in double speed. So according to the Egyptians, the story of the universe creation plays out itself every night as the sun sets into the the waters of noon, and it comes up and it replays itself every day. So they had no concept. None of a universe. None of an expansion of nothing. They simply watched the sunrise and set and thought and thought that was the 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 the, the, the universe, the, the, the creation story playing itself out every night. When we understood that Ankh got off the panel, he was done. So now you can oh man, you Send those guys a link. Leave them come have this conversation tonight, please. Well, Wuja was actually trying to convince us that uh, that the Egyptians understood the formation of matter, right? He he tried to claim that the Egyptian god knew was not talking about water, right? That it was actually talking about some type of um, talk, uh, talking about you know how neutron uh, soup, yeah, yeah, some shit like that, right? <laughs> that that matter was formed out of, right? Um, and my thing was that they would have had to have uh microscopes and stuff to even perceive of. You know the um, you have the micro world. Then what's been what's beneath the micro world, um, Cedric? You got the nano world, and from the, the nano, nano world, right. we, go, we go straight into the quantum, into the quantum. So he he was basically 
positing that the Egyptians knew something about quantum physics, right? Because, and I'm like, they didn't even have, so they didn't even understand the micro world. So then if you don't understand the micro world, you can't understand the nano world. And if you yeah, don't they didn't understand, understand electricity. the nano world, then quantum world is so far away from you. You feel me? So when they were yeah. talking about new as water, water was something real to them. So for them to say that life exactly. came out of water, they were literally talking about water. And the sun rising, the sun rising and setting. That's what right. they were talking and about. Exactly. Chef, you didn't understand electricity, Chef. You understand? We're going to microscopes. They didn't understand electricity. We don't need to even go into atoms. Electricity. Without step by step. Too vague. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, like uh, noon, right? Noon is water. Fluid, matter, energy. You see what I'm saying? Like it's whatever they want it to be at the moment. It's too, it's too ambiguous. You could, you know what I'm saying? That's you, it's like you, you can bend it and shape it and make it make it fit, right? But <laughs> all of a sudden, it's like, okay, so now so what basically what basically what Wu Jiao was saying is is the mythology, for lack of a better term, is not really a mythology or a religion. What we're looking at is a scientific endeavor using symbols and metaphors. That's basically what he's saying. Mm -hmm. The shit that we read and we think is religion, nah, it's science. Right. It's cloaked in metaphor. Cloaked in Right. It, yeah. Right. That's what he's saying. And guess what? You. Once we allow that, everybody else can do it. The yeah. Hebrews yeah, exactly. can do it. They already Native do Americans that. Americans and their little belief system, they, they can do, do that. It. Any random new age religion somebody want to make up in 2022, they can do it too now. And again, if new, if new, if this process is happening daily, the creation process is happening daily by their own words, isn't that telling us they are only examining and trying to explain their local, local environment? Exactly. They're talking that, about the sun setting and rising. That's, exactly. that's what they're explaining. It's literal. It's not going it's beyond literal. that. It's right. literally it's, it's what literal. they're seeing. Right. And, 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 and so, sir, I need you to make that point that you had made on Wuja channel the other day um, uh, about that, about how ancient uh, um Cosmologies was explaining their world, right? right. And, and they, yo, you made the most perfect point, and he just blew the stop sign on that. Ran, ran, ran right by that. He ran like, right oh, man, you making you, you making an assumption, man. This, these assumptions can't get to that <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. It's, it's about you know. It's just group cohesion. Like a lot of stuff is just it's just fluff, right? Even when you look at. The Genesis story, it contains a lot of the same elements. Mm -hmm. And what do they do? They work that shit into the Hebrew shit. Then you get Adam, and they're just trying to come up with a... a, a and they really... De and they're dealing with this with themselves. With themselves, right. The 12 shit of Israel, 
And then you go to the band to the same shit. The Dogon ain't curtain ain't worry about the Egyptian and all this. This is how we got here. Right. We came from the planets. Nigga came down and taught us some shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's it. Like, niggas got real shit to deal with, man. Uh, they got to worry about the crops growing, coming up like it's supposed to and shit. Uh, these pathogens hitting these niggas. They don't know what the foot like. Niggas ain't got time to be goddamn splitting the atom. <laughs> right. Or even care about that shit. They not even dealing with that. <laughs> oh, man. Come on, man. We would have been fine talking about that shit. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, well, they need collegiate programs to dedicate to that shit. To, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Nigga, the Pharaoh, motherfuckers, niggas is trying to run cool on the Pharaoh and shit. Niggas overthrowing niggas and Hicksos coming in. <laughs> and that's why the story never changed. He said a new story never changed. That's, that's how religion is. This shit don't change. Mm-hmm. We're actually making predictions <laughs> add that patience to the story. Okay, you know what? We got this wrong. You will see it. You don't see it. This is the story. It'll remain that way. That's it. That's it. It's a story. Done. That's it. It's a story. It's yeah, a and story. They put, they put useful shit Why in can't story. we leave it as a story? Yeah, and they put useful shit in the story, you know, to deify those things that are important to them. You know what I'm saying? But that's what all cultures do. Like, they all do the same shit. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, to make it seem like, to make it seem like, they, like, that's why I be saying, like, it's just a human endeavor to make it seem like Africa doing something that other humans they do, and you, you see it, you see it globally. You know what I'm saying? Or unless you're saying globally. You want to be human all the time, globally, all over the planet. Right. Unless you're saying globally, niggas understood how the universe is created globally. Because you can find correlations globally. So, um, Listen, the Mayas had the most perfect calendar up to 2020, 2012 or whatever, 12, 12th of December. They, they, and it was precise. I mean, they, they, they for sure knew, they for sure knew, created them, which was flying, uh, a flying dragon kind of snake, that created them was the real beginning of the of the cosmology. They were right because their calendar is so good. Like, like really? And every time they keep drawing a reference to them understanding their local weather and forecasting the behavior of the of, of their local environment, they equate that to understanding the Big Bang. How do we make these leaps? Right. This is crazy. <laughs> they can they can do forecasting. So so they knew scientific predictions about the Big Bang, and we see that uh, uh, the Bantu they understood that every planet had a Big Bang and went through a cooling phase. So our universe that we see and and and, and our our solar system is the result of each planet having a Big Bang, including the moon and the sun being the result of an individual Big Bang. The moon is actually younger than the Earth because the Earth reached its fourth stage and the moon is still in its gray stage. So um, they didn't give a time frame. They didn't complete their scientific prediction as to when 
as to when the moon, saying, Cedric, the moon Cedric, will go I, into its fourth stage. See, that's so crazy. I don't even think the Bantu said that. I think Fukial is saying that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, but this we, is a crazy thing, though, Chef. You know, think about Egypt, right? How more advanced Egypt was than the Bantu. Right. And the Bantu, and the Bantu know the nature of the planets. The Bantu neck and neck with the surface of the planets. No way in the world. The Bantu neck and neck with the Egyptians. They got no pyramids, no nothing. Right. The Congo people, two, e Egypt been there for over 2,000 years. The, band, the Congo people haven't caught up with the Egyptians yet. <laughs> They know that Mars and the moon is primarily sand because sand equates to gray. And they know that eventually when those planets mature, life will emerge, it will mysteriously, uh, uh, um, spontaneously combust on these planets. You don't get it. Read it again, Chef. No, but the, the, the Congo never had a telescope. How would they even know how these planets look? It, it's stupid. It's stupid. They got the best weed out there around with you. You've never, the, Chef, you've not Portuguese, been initiated. That's why you don't understand. No, the Portuguese would have known when they ran up on them like, yo, these people in the Congo know the orbit of the planets and the nature of the planet. No, they would have been fucking amazed. The Europeans would have been amazed at what these Africans knew in the Congo. Man, they were still doing human sacrifice. You don't get it. You know what happened? It was that the Europeans thought that these people were practicing witchcraft because the European had at, at that point uh, a, a geocentric view of the world, of the, of the solar system. So they thought that the, the earth was the center of the universe. So when, when the Africans, when, when, when they discovered that the Africans believed that each planet had its own Big Bang, they said, no, this is witchcraft. You don't get there's it, no, There's no way in the world the Portuguese and them could have went to the Congo and the goddamn Congolese people knew all of these things about the solar system and couldn't get off of the continent of Africa. Like, they were... No way possible. There's no way y'all know all and y'all can't get off the coast of West Africa. Like, y'all haven't built a ship yet. And see, that's why we sound anti-African. Because we asking basic <laughs> questions. Like, so y'all no, know. Be, you're you're applying Western plan. logic. Oh, you're applying Western logic and reasoning. You guys are wrong. You're approaching this from a Western worldview. That's why you're asking these, these logical questions, Chef. You're wrong. You're wrong. You've not been initiated, Chef. I'm yeah, here I to defend all the pseudos out there. Tonight... I'm the pseudo in the panel. It's a matter of perspective. Okay? Let me, I, I will, I will have let me stop to, my bullshit. Because <laughs> these guys didn't see it. I will, I will have to... If you telling me that it was a people in the 1600s that knew the things that we're claiming 
that the, the Congo people knew, right, about the solar system, then they were more advanced. In the they are more advanced than the colonizers. Yeah. At that point, they were more in advanced the 1500s. Exactly. Just think, the, when the Columbus did his voyage, no, no, they on. thought the Earth was flat. The telescope wasn't invented until 1609. They were more advanced than the colonizers. At that point, like what? Yeah. And like old boy said, uh, he said he was he was amongst them asking about that series being none of them niggas ever heard of that shit. None. Oh, oh, that's that's talking about the um, that's the group in Ghana. What's those people called? Oh, the, the Dogon, the Dogon, the Dogon. Yeah, that's that's the Dogon. You know what I mean? That the like, ones that can see serious. If you watch enough ancient aliens. And then you listen to that stuff that you read there, Sean. That sound like Zachariah stitching fingerprints all over that chariots of the God from Africa, Fukiao. Yeah, Zachariah like, That shit is pseudo nonsense. You 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 slipping in modern terminologies in there. You are making a false equivocation. Like the door, like now we are here. I'm, I'm dismantling the cosmology of the, the, the Bantu people and we are doing an injustice to them because of Fukiao and because of Sean and Asar. Let's be honest. Because the Bantu didn't have a big bang in their head. They thought each planet must have come from an explosion. Done. They must have seen volcanoes uh, uh, spewing out magma. The magma cools, then there's more landmass. I can understand them, them making these, uh, um, coming up with these ideas, with these I stories. Can't, I, can't, I can't, I can't. I but, can't even see them coming up with that. But they had no idea, mind you, if they say, if they say the moon, the sun, the planets came into being the same way by means of each one having an explosion. I can accept that. But to say, to say that explosion somehow equates to a big bang, an expansion of the universe from one central point, when we read in your own breakdown, point four, that they are talking about each planet having a their own combustion, their own origin point, their own spontaneous coming into being, to, to, to equate that in any way to the Big Bang is doing the ban to an injustice. Why? And then to equate it to modern science. Why? Because you're going to get the pseudo-killers. You're going to get all other people who have basic comprehension of cosmology they're going to read that, and they're not going to laugh at Fukia. They're not going to laugh at Sean so, and Asam. They're going to so laugh at the Bantu. Um, so, you know, he's talking about goddamn uh, Alfonso, them boy, Chef. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Alfonso and them knew about that shit. Right. We ain't being all the niggas. Right. 
But see that that that's my issue, right? Because when I I never heard of the Congo when it came to astronomy or ancient astronomy, right? right. And you you so I don't think that the Congo people was saying these things about the planets. Like, like you can't look up in the sky and know the nature of a planet. Even, I don't even think they could distinguish a planet from another star just by looking up. And, and my proof of that is when you go and Google it and you look for ancient Congo astronomy, Nothing comes up. All right. And if anybody would have had it, it would have been Alfonso. Right. He, he was dominant in that region. He had me, you know, he had his territory expanded deep. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> shit, you know what I'm saying? Europeans would have definitely been copying shit down from him. So what you think? Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Ancient African astronomy is damn near limited to Egypt and what they observe, it don't. It, it West Africa, the only thing that it talks about with West Africa is the Islamic period. You know what I mean? Of them uh, mentioning uh, different things about uh, the solar system and plotting stars. And yeah, stuff like that, but before the Islamic yeah. period, West Africa is not mentioned of having any traditions dealing with the solar system in any competent type of way. Now, that's anti-African for me saying that. That's crazy. <laughs> Maybe yeah. they wasn't worried about that shit. That shit wasn't important to him. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like, you know, because it's not like that's just necessary at that time period. Like, that's extra shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm going to say something anti-African. The Maasai didn't know nothing about shipbuilding. They were were ignorant to shipbuilding. That's that's anti-African. Pretty much. Yeah, they didn't need it. They didn't have no necessity for it. It didn't contribute to their life where their their, their environment is. But they were ignorant of it. And because I made a statement that's factual, but irrelevant, I'm anti-African. Like, because because you point out a simple fact, they didn't need it. They didn't want interested in. They had a little story of how they came into being and how they understood their environment around them. And that was it. They weren't interested in plotting the stars. It wasn't they necessary. Just like wasn't, the Hebrews. It wasn't they necessary. They got their goddamn Torah. They ain't tripping on all that other shit. Nigga, we got our mm-hmm. orders. Now it's time to it goddamn was- take over shit and build shit like we ain't. <laughs> Shit. Shit. Congo, they demand them worrying about them big lions and trying to secure a meal and worrying about slave traders and Nzinga coming to catch them. You think they got time to worry about the damn stars and expansion of the universe? 
Yeah, because the saw was like they was on the because he was like until the Europeans kind of interrupted and they was on their way. You know what I'm saying? On their way well. On their way to goddamn the whole Einstein shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh my man. The electricity? They were on their way to electricity? And then because we got before we get, before been, we get to a we get to an expansion and, and 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 atoms and 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 anything of the nature quantum and before we get to the, the building blocks of reality, we got to get at least like electricity. So so let's show me some ancient Egyptian electricity. I'm saying before all this time being around uh have Rujao on the panel talking, all the Egypt stuff. Why he never bring up the Big Bang correlation? Like, why mm. would he not hand this from there and we'll drive with his baby back? He should have been dropped them jewels. Ooh, <laughs> you feel me? Another feather in a cap. We would have done know that for a fact. I blame, I blame Asar. Asar is a ringleader, man. They all, they all truly follow Asar. Like, you know what I'm saying? They, Oh, the rig leader. Like I, they very rarely go get anything. Asar. Asar tried to claim that Einstein had imagination and not mathematics, and we don't understand because mathematics is simply a language. So what he did, what he translated his mathematics, his his imagination into mathematics, but without the without the imagination. Not without the mathematics, okay? Without the imagination, which the Egyptians and the Congo people were, were, were displaying, they wouldn't have been able to come up with the relativity theory. So it was not based on its calculation. It was based on its imagination. So whatever the Congo imagined, they're right. Because without imagination, you don't have science. Yeah, I should go back and listen I, uh, to that video. I yeah, was so I have another conversation with them about that shit. You like I said, you gotta show me that ancient societies were actually uh, trying to be scientific in their origin story. You know what I'm saying? That shit going, you know what I'm saying? If you can prove that, you're gonna overturn, you can turn academia on its head with that. You know what I'm saying? Because you basically have removed the God. Uh-huh. Nobel, that's on Nobel Prize of yeah, you definitely that's on PhD level. You remove the whole God concept. Completely out of the way. Now God ain't God no more. No society. God is just a metaphor mm-hmm. for the actual goings on. Even though they sacrifice, even though they sacrifices and making tribute and you know what I'm saying all that shit to the gods, that ain't that ain't really what it is. It's symbolic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you see, they didn't really have an idea and a belief in the afterlife. You know, yeah. they didn't have a religion and, and a belief in the afterlife. Was, that was just a ceremony. And that Mayan calendar was tight as hell, but you best believe they sacrificed thousands, tens of thousands of niggas. Like they was <laughs> murking niggas <laughs> by the thousand, even with yes, all that accurate, accurate calendar and crops. Five hundred, five hundred, five hundred people to guarantee uh, to guarantee rain this summer, and seven hundred right. to make sure that the moon set comes up tonight. And uh, another seven hundred to make sure that the the sun rises tomorrow, but they they had a perfectly good calendar, but they was on some religious shit. Yeah, they were nerd, they were mock, knocking niggas off by the tens of thousands. And the Egyptians had a whole 
a whole concept thought out verses spells rituals uh, 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 elaborate buildings because they believed in gods in afterlife in an existence outside of this reality so they were engaging in spookism first class you can try and make that into atoms and into quantum physics all you choose but that ain't happening Yeah, that shit crazy. Like I said, I ain't having no conversation till they can show show that they was practicing science. Ancient societies practicing science in terms of understanding the universe. The origin stories ain't origin stories. They're scientific endeavors. Like you gotta you gotta prove that first. Then we can have a, a discussion about what correlations May it came. No correlations. They ain't got no correlation. It's just, I mean, like I'm. My whole thing is I'm trying to figure the the reasoning behind it. How is it possible that we can identify this behavior in any other culture? And I'm going to say yes. We have become experts in identifying these ills in uh, Western Judeo. Christianity. We we can call off the William Lane Craigs and, and, and laugh at the Muslim apologists who all do this stuff and know what they're doing. But when when it comes to Africa, somehow we just lose our marbles and 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 get all spooked out and try to move goalposts. All of a sudden definitions are not definitions no more. And and all of a sudden, science is a Western point of view. And how, when, why? Why does this happen? Are we so, we, does our identity crisis run so deep? Mm-hmm. Are we that fragile? Like, we need, to, we need to, 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 to make things more than what they are. And in that process, in that process, you actually now create an environment where it seems as if the attack is on the Bantu. Again, I'm playing back what we're doing here, and it seems as if we're attacking the Bantu. We're not attacking the Bantu. The Bantu have a right to their story. I would love for someone to read their story and just simply translate what they wrote. Or what they believe without Fukio's Big Bang interventions. That story would be beautiful to hear. But from the time you come to a scientifically group of people and try to present what they what they thought or what they imagine in the realm of science, you're gonna get disqualified. Then we're gonna pick apart the the the, the, the parallels you're trying to, to make. And in doing that, it's going to make these people seem as if on a scientific level, they were completely illiterate when they weren't trying to be scientific. And that is unfair to the Bantu. I, whatever, and that's not on us. That's on Fukiao, that's on Sean and Nassau. African-American. The anti-African. Out African-African. 
Yeah, they done left Africa. <laughs> Mr. Rich, where you at, Mr. Rich? Hey, what's up, man? What's going on? How you guys doing? The can't Yo, I was listening last night. Did you guys listen last night? To what? To uh to uh Wujau. No, well, I didn't catch it. Yeah, um, so what Cedric is saying, right? Mm-hmm. About how it wasn't scientific, he was explaining about how the metaphors is used in science, right? And he was using this uh, one paper he was reading at the beginning was on the problem and promise of metaphors used in science and science communication, right? Mm-hmm. So he's saying that you guys are taking it in literally when the uh, metaphors is used in science today. That's the kind of he was saying too in the beginning because it's four hours. I was driving last night anyway. From, uh, but he was saying that the, uh, he was reading one paper where it said that the language of science is largely metaphorical. Scientists rely on metaphors and analogy to make sense of scientific phenomena and communicate their findings to each other and to the public. So he's saying that, you know, they're using the metaphors, so, you know, that's scientific is, you know, they're using metaphors because that's mm-hmm. using science today. What y'all think about that? No, so I, I can I can kind of agree with that. But the difference is if our scientists in the scientific community is using metaphors, right, to explain to the lay people, we still can go read their actual scientific journals where they're really explaining it and breaking it down scientifically. With the Egyptians, we don't have that with them. All we have is their religious jargon. And he said they have that. Let's see. He said they have that. Now you're left to just believe him. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But he said they have that. And they actually was going back and forth Mm -hmm. with this whole, you know, uh, understanding the universe thing. You know, they was going back and forth with it. You know what I mean? Doing the different dynasties or whatever. Well, no, he's making that up. Made that <laughs> shit up. Cause I asked him point yeah. blank on the show about that shit. And, okay. and he had no response. He tried to show me like, yeah, you know, they were bringing in different religions. They had different, like different concepts of religion came in. You know what I'm saying? Like he was, he's, he's, he's correlating any type of religious change to a scientific, a scientific battle. That's why he tried to pull that Akhenaten shit on me. And I was like, well, you're not, you're not going to compare Akhenaten to Galileo. You know what I'm saying? And then he backed off. <laughs> I asked him, I asked him, I said, well. Sun worship compared to understanding the universe, the, our, you know, our galaxy, or really, okay. Because I asked him, how did they do that? And he was like, you know, he explained it through the metaphors and, you know, the water, none. There the you water. go. He was talking about the soup, you know what I mean? And how the scientists explain it today as being which scientists explain which all of all of ancient societies use water, man, because they understand that water sustains life. Like without water, shit, right? Yeah, they recognize that. So that's not a that's not a leap. That's something you can just be a witness to. You know what I'm saying? So then you would think, well, shit, in order for life to exist somewhere else, and shit, they, they probably got to need water, too. Mm-hmm. You know so, when, so when science use a, a local term like Milky Way, 
So they use the word milky and they use the word whey, two conventional terms. But there's none of us here that's actually going to think that science says that there's milk forming <laughs> our galaxy in a neat, nice highway going in one direction, six lanes. <laughs> now, if any paper says our galaxy is white because of milk and there's six lanes flowing in one direction, that's why you see things moving around, then that would not be a metaphor. That would be a primitive idea, equation, based on what people observe with the naked eye. Because you would never find Milky Way and the word milk and highway in that explanation. So it's not metaphorical, Ojao. You see, when, when you try these games, you expose yourself to trying to do the flim-flam. What these people were doing was updating their religious beliefs and religious systems. Noon, newt, that process took place every day as the sun set into the waters of newt. What more, like, these people were river-based, water-based people. There is no scientific explanation anywhere that refers to anything in the galaxy as soup or water. Fluidity in waves is not equated by fluidity of water. So you can't say the fluidity of the wave particles. Yeah, you see, they talk about newt and newt is water and it's fluid. And, 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 and science says that the, the, the wave particles move in a fluid motion. They pop in, in and out. You see? You see? You, can, you can't do that. That's beyond pseudo. That's just ignorant. He also said something about... Vision. That's that the television type of thing. He said it's not particles. That they, some new research is saying that it's not really particles. That's what he was saying last night. Yeah, yeah. It's not really particle. Now we reach to the point of the Higgs boson. So he was so, 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 like, and, and we hardly can understand what that is. We're talking about planes and particles popping in and out of existence. And one antiparticle meets one particle, one, one, one pro-particle. And, and there's, then there's one more particle versus one antiparticle, and boom, reality comes into being. String theory. There are a bunch of hypotheses. We don't actually have firm, a firm theory where that is concerned. And now if we don't have one with telescopes and satellites, and voyagers, you're going to tell me a people that, anyway, like, these, they, didn't, they didn't have electricity, yo. How are you going to talk about atoms if you don't even have the ability to manipulate electricity? You, you, can't, produce, you can't produce light. There is no way you're going to talk about particles or wave functions. You, you, you're just not going to do it. It's stages in the...
development. You, 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 you can't ask certain questions until the technology provides you with the ability to advance science. And that science advances the technology again. The technology allows you to ask certain questions which advance science again. You, you can't ask these questions if you don't even have the ability to manipulate electricity. Come on, like, are we for real? Yeah, we got to stop listening to Wu Jai at this point. Yeah, I, I'm done. <laughs> Teach Medonetto. I appreciate it. It's fascinating. But, like, don't start making these leaps. And to what purpose? What purpose does it serve? Mike can't trust. Mike can't trust that Medonetto no more either. That, crazy and that's and and that's what's hurting me about our good brother. The work you've been doing in this effort where we're dealing with out here is is tremendous. Now you make people question your scientific literacy overall when you start to make certain leaps. When you simply can't read what Fukia wrote and go, okay. Either Fukiao is out of his mind or I'm confused on what I'm reading here because the Bantu had an elaborate imagination if they even went this far. But this shit, you can't equate to modern science in no way. Next, let's go back to debunking the pseudo-killers about Nzinga. But you can't continue to push this bullshit. Come on, for real? And doubling down and tripling down? Hey, but that shows Wuja, though, he's adapting. He's, because when I asked him a question, he had no answers for it. So now he's adapting the, the narrative to fit. Because I was like, I said, I said, Wuja, there would be additions and subtractions. You know what I'm saying? I said, you don't see that. You know what I'm saying? And he tried to use, he's trying to use those uh, as Akhenaten coming to rule as, as a change, right? But, but, but we know about Akhenaten. We know that Akhenaten move was not a scientific venture by making Amun the chief god. That, you know what I'm saying? Right. That, 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 that wasn't his perspective. He wasn't trying to do that. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't, that wasn't scientific. That was religious. That was religious based. Religious, political, that had nothing to do with science. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But now he's adapting the stories and saying that these, and then you got other, other, other so groups. Akhenaten, Akhenaten, um came up with the, with the scientific paper that um, sunlight is required for the human body to, uh, to, to, uh, to uh, uh, synthesize vitamin D and that the liver benefited from sunlight. He, he, has a, he has a scientific hypothesis for the reason the sun is central to the human being. Nah, that sounds like some Farrakhan shit. <laughs> no, no, I, I mean, if 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 there's a scientific reason why the sun became the center of Akhenaten's reign, then there would be something that relates directly to the benefits of sunlight on the human body. I mean, you see within their culture that certain certain area was raised and set to the chief deity. You see these like religious type of, of struggles going on. 
know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? But he, but Wujao has taken, he's removed all religious concepts out of Egypt. He's taken, like, that's his, his angle was nothing is religious in Egypt. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's what so he's going just going to remove all religious factors and make it a, a, a educational scientific venture that's going on, and that, that's just crazy. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like like, and I said in the chat, I said either you know either a saw and them are ahead of their time or they pseudo. It, it ain't no in between. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because they don't want. Most academic uh, academia don't agree with what they're pushing. It's just simple, man. Happy was not a god. Happy was simply the river. Okay, you misinterpreting stuff. So, son, I am too because we're not initiated. Just that's why I be wanting, why I be wanting uh, when y'all was having a conversation. That's why I was like, you know what? Switch it off a of damn Kemet because he's always going high with he he's always going to run and hide in Kemet. That's his safe ground because he can always say, "Listen, y'all don't y'all don't understand it. Y'all don't y'all don't y'all don't get it." You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, take it to someplace else since, since it's prolific in ancient, other ancient cosmologies and show show us show us that well we now we're both on the same foot. You know what I'm saying? We both can read it in plain English. You know what I'm saying? We don't we don't gotta read the metal netter. You know what I'm saying? Do it there. Yeah, he did the same thing with the Congo. <laughs> or the day on unbiased channel. You know what yeah, I mean? We like don't, we, we don't study the stuff. Yeah, we, we don't, don't know. know. Yeah, we don't know. And and we have a Western perspective, and we don't do a proper methodology, and we don't have sources. I got Fuki out, what y'all got. Huh? Huh? Y'all got scientific literacy? Y'all actually know the Big Bang and the and, and, and the processes? Wow. How does that equate? That's just Western science, yo. This is Sean. And I'm I am the one that's just a yes, sir, and don't know shit. You got to come see me, Sean. Come on the panel, man. Come have this discussion. We got the we got Fukiao paper right here. Don't run. No excuses. Come here and talk that shit. Tell me. The Ankini on the panel. It's just me. Let's see if I, I click in yes. And I don't understand the expansion and the cooling and the heat and the fire. Come, ask me a million questions. Ducking and hiding, running, you coward. I'm gonna keep calling you out. You call me a yes, yes, sir, on this subject, then you're gonna have to face me until then. You pseudo as hell. This bullshit about equating it to Kraus and equating it to the grass Tyson. And you can't pull up a source or a paper where Neil the Grass Tyson said, yeah. The Congo, them niggas. And why did I go to university? I just needed to move to the Congo. Show me a paper hey, where Neil LeBron's saying that shit. We got to put the uh, the memo out, Chef. Goddamn, uh, say what that smoke was, Sean. Goddamn, like, we, we got to call Sean out. Because it's Sean, he hides. Sean hiding. He ain't going to show up. 
Sean, Sean, Sean Hayden. Sean smart. Look. Sean, Sean Hayden. No, nah, yeah, Sean yeah. smart. Yeah, he yeah. see the writing on the wall. <laughs> Sean don't even Sean, want to talk about that Sean shit no win more. this far. As <laughs> no, to say, Unk is the smartest one on the panel. So we a bunch of jackasses. And anything that Unk says, I'm agree with. Cedric's going to agree with because Cedric is a jackass, right? So, Sean, don't run from the jackass. Bring Fuki out. I come in with my empty hands. No sources. Since you talking about Neil deGrasse Tyson and Lawrence Krauss, you're going to have to show me where they say that they agree that these people had parallel, similar, in according to their worldview. You're going to have to show me that source, Sean. Since you the man with the source and the method and you understand the Big Bang cosmology because you think there was a fire, apparently. A lot of heat came from fire because you need oxygen to have fire, Sean. See, so come, see. Sean, let's have this discussion, Sean. I say yes, sir. Let me see who is the yes, sir. We go send a, we go send a memo out to Sean. Adrian, what's up, Adrian? Oh, I'm doing good, you know, back in school or whatever, but I would say something on the, like the, the panel subject real quick, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to say that you all are anti-African, but what I will say is that you all are, I would say, and just let me finish from what I'm about to say, you all are kind of, uh, I would say, anti-African studies almost because let me let me let me just explain. Let me explain. Okay. Let me explain. That's why I said I'm just saying ain't nobody cut you. Dude, dude, dude. All right. Let me just explain. There's just some time period. I knew this was gonna happen. But anyway, like, okay, stop laughing. But anyway, because let me just explain. With uh you, Shepherd, where you said that like, yeah, like you know, I believe that you know, African Americans, you know, um, should just, you know, we should just study our own ethnic group and like let that be it. And I sometimes disagree with that because that's not necessarily historically how other people besides black people have like acted like, um, let me give an example, um, like pan-Arabism. A lot of the Arab like political parties that we see, they generally always try to look at themselves across diaspora as like one you know, conglomerate, and I don't, and they don't separate themselves between so-called tribes, or ethnic groups as much. But in the final analysis, I don't believe you all are, you know, anti-African. Now, sometimes with the the whole thing of studying just West Africa, because we're um, from West African descent, I think sometimes that is what I like to call intellectual masturbation. But it, y'all not really anti-African. That, that's just my the ten cents. <laughs> yeah, we good. Yeah, you know, 
Yeah, I'm through. <laughs> Yeah, so, honestly, honestly, listen, listen, uh, listen, I don't, I'm not hey, going to wake up. Don't, don't try to say me because I'm 23. Okay. I don't um, feel like that's what that's going. But I'm right. saying, I don't, uh, I ain't going to pretend like I wake up, you know, dreaming about the breeze or the Sarah has it, uh, Sarah has a uh, wind blowing through my dreadlocks, no shit like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, like I'm on the side of the truth, you know what I'm saying? And just and just just right information. Wherever the right information falls, like I try to that's where I try to be at with this information. You know what I'm saying? And if if I'm wrong, then I'm I'm willing to, you know, what I mean, listen to where I'm wrong at. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, like, if I'm wrong about something, just explain to me where I'm wrong. And then, you know, when we we hash it out intellectually, we debate it, you know, we bring up points and then we walk away. You know, with a with a better under, with a better understanding. You know what I'm saying? I just don't like I just don't like the like we like it's done over here without 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 us having a chance to rebut anything that's said. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you you just get to paint a narrative without any type of rebuttal. You know what I'm saying? That's why I don't like like let's just hash it out. You know what I'm saying? And like it's like all of a sudden we 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 groupies, but they don't ever say that when we was. Most of the shows, us argue with, with us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but, but they don't say it. Yeah, like half our shows are just us arguing with different people on, on our own squad about different perspectives. You know what I'm saying? So that's what's crazy to me. You know what I mean? Like, shit. And what I I'm saying like, I feel like they're not, they're not objective. And the only they thing. No objectivity I, uh, when it comes to Africa. No objectivity when it comes to Africa. At all. That's it. Mm-hmm. Agreed to That's you know my point. Just be objective. Heard, that's it. Yeah, even when I heard Wuja on, on a show, and he said, yeah, you know, y'all anti- he call y'all like heck, he uh, likes or some shit like that, right? Ain't nothing wrong with Hegel. But, like, but, 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 but the point is that we didn't, that wasn't exclusive to Africa. We was, it was to all ancient societies. Mm-hmm. We didn't make the... Uh, we didn't make a distinction like it's only Africa. Like, we didn't say only Af- Africans didn't do what everybody else did. We said no, none of them needs none, none, none of them, none, none, nowhere in the world, none, none mm. on the planet. Yeah, that's why I was like, that's that. You know what I mean, that's like to even say that and paint that kind of narrative based on what we're saying is like it's fallacious. Really. I feel like I know where he probably was going. So he called y'all Hegelers. Yeah, yeah, he like. I, I feel like I know where he was going because uh. Friedrich Hegel, I, I love him because I'm I've read like almost every single book on Marxism, Leninism there is. But I, I think that he was what he was trying to talk about was that like Hegel, he was a he, you know, he was a racist, a product of his time who said, like, you know, um he and I can quote him exactly, he said, Africa is a land where men are children. This is a uh he said this is a, a outline of, of man's rudimentary mind. I think that's what he was probably referring to. But I love Hegel. I love Marxism and what it did for the the people of the co- people of color across the world and revolutionary movements. But yeah. They ain't gonna like you. They ain't gonna like you, Adrian. Man, Hegel like. I mean, I would just prefer to see this is where like you know, history to look like modern stuff come in too, because all you have to do, if you want to say Hegelites, I'd be like, so, okay, so the Black Panther Party used Marxism, Leninism all the time. 
So we just go like, are you going to call them Hegelists and throw them out? Or Kawame Nkrumah or who's another one? Paul Robeson. He was probably, I say, one of the most finest black leaders who ever lived that he was a communist and he used Hegel. Even Dr. King, he was a whole philosopher and a theologian at the same time. He used Hegel to the T. Just look at his writings. So I just hit him with that. Like, dude, you stupid. Well, you, you're not stupid. You just intellectually misinformed on that subject of Hegel. You know. Oh, shit. Goddamn. Adrian want that smoke with Ujawu. I, 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 I get Ujawu. Like, I mean, see, I hate when people like do certain stuff like that. Like, it, it's something that. It's something that Lenin, what Vladimir Lenin, this is the thing that people don't like understand about Lenin too. Did you know that, did you know what Karl Marx, Karl Marx and Friedrich Hegel felt about Russia? They, they felt that Russia, that Russia would not be able to benefit from their version of communism. They'd be like, those Russians are just overly backward, they're serfs, whoop-de-woo, but Karl Marx came in, I mean, not Karl Marx, uh, Vladimir Lenin said, you know what? I'm going to amalgamate Friedrich Hegel's and Karl Marx writings to make it work for the Russian pe peasantry, and we know what he did. There are no more Romanovs on this planet. So I'll just be hitting them with all types of stuff like that. Like, dude, you, you, you misinformed. Like... <laughs> Hello? The only thing I wanted to say is that when it comes to uh, um, um, Africana studies, like we do it maybe in our own way. Okay. We take claims and we dig in. I've learned so much about uh, uh, West Africa, uh, Queen and Zynga. I've heard the name all the time. I'm, I'm going to tell you my thing is science. I really don't delve into that type of history all that much. So you hear the name, Uncle of her, okay, fine. But now we dig into the story. Now I have a better appreciation for the for the for the individual. I understand the politics and the dynamics of the region. There are much more insight to 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 what what the civilizations look like. This lady had a court. Uh, you know what I mean? So so when it comes to Africana studies, Maybe the pseudo killers do it a little bit different because we, yeah, we 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 just apply a certain process of of digging up and reading up, fact checking stuff, dealing with pseudoisms. That's that's what we do. But that that doesn't mean we don't appreciate the subject matter. We do. Otherwise, we would have not been interested and in let these these pseudoisms fly. I mean, there's no aspect of of pseudo isms that exist in our community that is taboo we've gone after the crystals we've gone after the hawk man ah, ah. There, there is there is no sacred cows over here there simply isn't and and to then start with the straw man and the red herrings oh they're anti-african or or or, or, or 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 these type of rhetoric is is immature and childish let's have the conversation if you think we're actually just beaten up on 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 Africa, and 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 to the point that it it seems that way, we are not the one discrediting um, the Africans, trying to make the African 
more than what they actually are instead of giving them credit and appreciating what they actually did is what is discrediting the African. When Fukia writes this nonsense, it's him who is disrespecting the African and the Bantu culture, not us. Yeah, that, that's what Dr. Reggie even sometimes does that too, where he'll he'll um he'll he'll sometimes try to make it I, I wish I could come up with what he said, but it's like like what what? And that is supposed to be the atoms and come on, Yeah, and I just and one thing, another thing, and I'm just saying this out of respect. <laughs> I don't like how he always keep on saying Dr. Clark and Dr. Beer are my teachers. Like, <laughs> I mean, look, I love Dr. Clark. Like, I'm getting a degree in Africa to study. Who is your teacher, sir? Who's your teacher? <laughs> Who? Oh, oh, yeah, with Dr. Reggie. You know, Reggie. Who's your yeah, teacher? Yeah, he keep on saying that over and over again. Like, Dr. Clark and Dr. Ben, they were the, they are, they were. What have you done, Adrian? Right. What have you done, Adrian? <laughs> what have you written, Adrian? I've sat at the feet. Yeah. I've smelled the stinky, cheesy toes of the greats, Adrian. Yeah, he Adrian. said that to me. And All I said was, I just tried to get the conversation back, and he went went in on me. God, he about to break out to Doctor Clark bibliography on me. I'm like, no, no, I don't do it, bro. I'm just like, come on, man. He went off on you, so he he. All he need to do is just produce some books and keep going to like ask cat and all that type of stuff and do his own stuff, like because that gets kind of tired, like like when I get my PhD in the future, I'm gonna tell people. I'm gonna tell people who my teachers are, but I'm not gonna constantly do that over and over again. Like Dr. Don't don't sit at their feet though, Adrian. That's a little unhygienic. Just sit in a chair and listen to them. It's not necessary to smell their toes. Okay, Adrian. I'm just saying. Don't 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 sit like too close. You know, that's unhygienic. George just want a national championship, baby. Like, <laughs> I wanted to say that to Dr. Reggie when he was over here. Like, you don't have to keep expressing that to people, man. Oh, like, he's gonna never stop. Of course, you know, uh, you know, I, I came on the doctor bed. You know, what I'm saying, I spent uh, man, every I, every time, bro, every show. Like, people in the chat was like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Reggie. You know, Reggie. <laughs> hey, yo, can I add something? Go ahead, Mister Rich. You got a Mister. Can I play something? Uh, what he? Uh, how he answered my question? Oh, Joe shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, who Joe ain't gonna yeah, got this Just so yeah, you can Joe. see what he said to my question. You know what I mean? Uh, hold yeah. up, hold up, hold up. Let me get this. Let me so, tell me if you can hear it. Hold up. So. When it comes to the to the senses, the five senses that we have. Um, Hold on, because I asked him, I was like, you know, Uncle saying something about the senses, right? And, uh, you know, and, and, and how they came up with this. So he's answering it now. Check it out. We, we, we understand and we know that our, that our senses are open and very vulnerable to be fooled and tricked. And so... The five senses, which is which is our natural input devices, 
we're, we're handicapped. And so what, what science tries to do and what every population of people try to do is they try to, to put controls on the senses because they know the, the, how fragile it is. Uh, and, and it could be food. The sense of sight, you can see things that, are, that and misinterpret what you see. You can hear things that's not really what you think it is and so on and so forth. But all of those five senses really come down to one sense of perception. And what? so what they try to do is this is one of the reasons why um, abstract formulations that are that are uh, repeatable patterns are even um, brought about, which is which is to kind of offset that vulnerable aspect of our senses. And so when it comes to the ancient Egyptians and this. This um, association with water and and the uh, original state of being, they took a different approach. They looked at it as um, they looked at it through the eyes of perception. So, so you know, I don't have enough time to to, to fully break it down, but I'm just gonna give you the short and skinny. So yeah, think I'm about it. Break it down. <laughs> and like before you knew me, I didn't exist to you, but yet I existed. Because I, you know, I'm, I'm, um, my age I am. So obviously I existed for how how long I've been living, but I did not exist to you. And so each individual has a um, not a physical universe, but you have a a counterpart to a universe that you are constantly creating. You're constantly bringing things into existence, but only for you. Through, through your like perception. And so the Egyptians went through that natural phenomenon that everybody experiences and you cannot deny. And they started to conjecture and speculate about how the universe is a mirror of it. And so they, they attribute deities to, to these facts. So the deity of perception is the deity called Sia. And so it's through this perception that things come into existence. And so Sia, along with two other deities, Hu and Heka, accompany another deity, a creator deity called Ra, God, uh, the creator God, Ra. And Ra is the entity or deity that differentiates itself to become the things in the world and as the world. But it's accompanied by Sia, which is perception. And then who and Hicka, which are, uh, I had to explain another time. But it's, it's, it's the perception of a thing that creates the thing for the one who's doing the perceiving. So, so, so the perceiver is the perspective of, of where everything is, is um, looked at. You know, so, so like, like, like today, we, we will ask questions like if a tree fell in the forest and made a sound, but nobody was there to hear yeah. it. <laughs> what is he talking about? We'll, we'll philosophize on what he's talking about. Dr. Phil Valentine 2.0. That was hold a on, bunch on, of nonsense. That's the same thing the Egyptians did. Yeah. And so when you ask today, um, did they explain, you know, how they came up with this stuff? That's how they, that's how they did it. And they talk about this They, but, but you have to look at the deities because, uh, the opposite of Sia or perception is imperceivable, 
which is Amen. And they okay, understood now, that there is an existence well. that is imperceivable, but yet it, it exists. Right. That's and so they respected that and they and they knew that okay, there's a there's an aspect of the universe that we cannot perceive. And our scientists today are are saying the exact same thing. You know what the Hebrews call that shit? They call that shit God. Because we don't even know if time, because time and space creates distance and dimension. So before there was time and space, which they call the expansion, like the Big Bang is 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 the expansion of space itself. When you shrink it back down, there is no space. So what was that? So it's it's imperceivable. So that that's, and that's what they describe as new, and they get into the Ogdad or the Camino, the eight aspects of new. Then you get to the Ineas, starting with Atum, and his name means complete, the completed one. So Atum is twofold. This makes me tell you When we deal with the God Atum, <laughs> it's a twofold meaning with his name and his function. One, like he is the completion of a process. And then two, he's the finisher of of something. So it's the same word with the English word finish. Finish could mean to complete something, or it could mean to destroy or to negate it. Like finish him. You know? That's the only and so that's the same aspect or function Atum has to the Egyptians, where he is the first of a new cycle completing an old one. Coming out of new through the um, eight, and then on on this side of of material and matter from him comes Shu, Tefnud, and so on and so forth. Where he stands on this Ben Ben, this first primordial mound, you know all of that stuff. It it that's what it's referring to. So you know, short answer is is yes. The Egyptians explain it, but they explain it in a very rich and um, figurative way. There you go. Thanks, brother. There you go. <laughs> That's it. They explained it. Right. But they don't explain how they don't explain how they <laughs> how they how they how they, 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 how they those that don't make, give them that much. The, yeah, how they make repeatable shit. Wu Jiao concluded they explained it. Wu Jiao didn't even explain shit. <laughs> Wu Jiao hit us with a Phil Valentine flim flam sent him around the planet perception anti perception and they perceived it imagination like Ang said what the fuck was that yeah because you know the Hebrews they'll say God is a uh, imperceivable it's immeasurable mm-hmm. Man, like that's just that's that's not that's just that's there how people see God. No- at the at the expansion, there was no space, and then uh, what does that make? What does that supposed to mean? I was lost. Space yeah. exists because of of the bodies in it, right? Otherwise, it would just be nothingness. Nothingness is the same. It's equal as complete. Space, like like void of space and, and total space is the same thing. What the hell is he talking about? Yeah, Wuja is a rock. There was a, there was, 
Wow. Rock you to sleep. And that's the short and skinny. That was <laughs> Phil Valentine 2.0. Does he have a show where he does I didn't understand it either. Stuff? I didn't understand it either. But I was like, like, right, cool. for Seth Smith another way to be doing that shit. Wow. <laughs> he said, because you guys don't know the un- or understand the African cosmology, that's why. You know, uh, you know, and he said he's not, he said they're not explaining the Big Bang, the theory. You know, he's saying that they're explaining what happened before or oh, that, that, that second phase, because he said they break it down in phases. I just don't even know what happened before the goddamn Big Bang. <laughs> well, yeah, he said it wasn't a bang anyway. He's like, it was a, this expansion. Yeah. You know, yeah, they, they don't know what happened. Right, right. That's what he's saying, that they didn't know what happened before that. So the second stage with the primordial, the primordial water or fluid or whatever. That's new. Yeah. In, in, in Genesis, you find a primordial water. You find a Native American culture, too. Like, it's just. You know what I'm saying? And he's talking and about like, yeah, water, and the water was separated above the sky. Like, yeah, nigga, they saw water come down from the goddamn sky. <laughs> <laughs> Where else it coming from? Yeah, happy, happy, mm. open the pipe. You know the game, but that you know, they ultimately they wanted to control that water. You know, it was chaotic. You know what I'm saying? Like all cultures had to come up with a way to tame that water, to to, to channel it to a particular area to you know to aggregate. For, for agriculture and so forth, so on. You know what I mean? It, like I said, it just hit you with a and lot of fanciful talk. And in, and in primitive European cultures, fire is the center point because they needed to venerate fire. Otherwise, it would freeze their ass up. So it wasn't water. <laughs> their, their main focus, it was fire. Like, like really, like, uh, like and Again, what give them credit for their imagination? Because again, <laughs> the five senses fool you. And after the five senses fool you, you have to jump into spookism and understand that there were gods that dealt with perception and anti-perception, with manner and anti-matter. And these gods is what the Egyptian, and that's how they knew. And yeah, that's how, yeah. That's it. We talked right about being abstract and they inferred, you know? Oh, but, but, but I, I just did an extra abstract right there. The Egyptians, they, they, they knew that their senses were fooling them, so they relied on the gods that they created with their imagination, which is matter, anti-matter, perception, anti-perception, space, anti-space, and based on the gods, they knew. Very, very metaphorically. That's mm-hmm. their imagination. That's because the, when you asked about our senses, then, then, then obviously you were referring to what instruments they would have used to come up with these hypotheses. And the answer is their imagination. <laughs> but you had to get the Phil Valentine explanation. <laughs> and half the stuff who talking to, but talk about 
How the people listen don't be me understand what Wuja be saying. It just be goddamn just yeah. That yeah, I didn't understand that. I didn't understand that at all. I was yeah, like, I know oh. you did. Yeah, we didn't. That's <laughs> <laughs> why I had to record. That's why I put it back. Yeah, like, okay, let me see if you guys understand that because <laughs> I did. Because Rick was like, really? Hey, Rick, he was like, all right, peace. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Back. Back. You know, fuck my whole head up with this. Like, I'm out, bro. Like, y'all have a good, y'all have a good night, man. <laughs> then you're like, peace, y'all. Happy New Year. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. Um, Happy thank New you. Year. Thank you. I appreciate the explanation. Thank you so much, my brother Wucha. That was that was deep. I'm gonna have to play that 70, 75 times tomorrow. And a couple of times next week, and I might understand what the hell you were talking about. But thank you very much. Have a good night. Don't, no, 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 no. Don't break it down any further. No, no, thanks. That's perfectly fine. I'll just, I'll just play it back. You know what we tell Wuja like, I, I, wow. I'd be like, don't, don't tell me, nigga. Like, show it to me. Like, show me the <laughs> other scholars saying what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, validate it through them. Like, don't, I, I don't want your explanation. You did Want, but you have to understand the, the ancient Egyptians they flipped it. So so because they understood the limitation on on the senses, they they created imaginary gods, which 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 uh, which uh, formulated their imaginary they no expanded their imaginary boundaries to 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 the point where um, they they understood. Um, um, space and, and no space, the expansion of the universe, um, the primordial waters, and new. There you go. I, I understood it. I played it back a couple of times in my head, and I really got it. It's it's not that difficult. If you just filter out, you know, the words and stuff, it, it makes perfect sense. Imagination. That's it. Imagination. Everything he said right there, was all imagination. He didn't talk about no instruments, nothing to guide or help the senses to create these hypotheses. He didn't illustrate no kind of process whereby they could come up with these hypotheses other than imaginary gods, which expanded their imaginary um, um, capabilities by allowing them to, to elaborate further in their imaginary expansion on the universe and, and call it fact. And now we're post-hoc rationalizing their imagination with science. Who the killers? That's what we do. Right. <laughs> it. I know, goddamn chef, you might, it might be time to wrap it up. Yeah, I'm going to bed after that one. Yeah, guys, have a good day. Wuja don't rob me to sleep with the Wuja. I'm yawning like a mug. No, Wuja. But I'm going to slide, man. Peace to the chat. Peace to everybody for coming through. I don't know what Chef that man. You said it. I'm going to slide out, y'all. Peace, Mr. Yeah, peace to the chat. Peace to everybody. I'm going to slide out. I don't know where Chef is, but I'm out. Good night. Peace, Peace. chat, boy. Peace. Uh, Peace, everybody. Don't sleep on y'all. Oh, Great show. <laughs> no, no, no. Everybody can say their, um, their, what's the name? Closing remarks. Their closing remarks, yeah. 
Well, I'll say this much. Boom. Thank everybody for coming through. Hopefully y'all like and share the show. Hopefully see y'all um, around soon. Hopefully everybody's family is doing okay and all that good stuff. Please stay safe in these Corona streets and stay tuned. We will be getting another video here soon for the Death to the Pseudo series. It is done. I just need to record it and send it to Sheffrin for approval. Stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Oh, and join the Pseudo Killer Discord server. Have fun. Uh, I guess it's my turn. Anybody want to say something? Uh, okay, it's my turn. Um, yeah, go remember, ahead, Adrian. Everybody, um, join the Discord, and if you are part of the Pseudo Killers Facebook group, please uh, try to buy the books that I'm always posting. I'm always posting books on Mao Zedong because you know we gotta also get in. We also gotta turn in. We also gotta make the history, and we gotta learn from what. what uh, we gotta we gotta learn history, and then we also have to learn political rhetoric as well, like um, you know Frederick Hegel and, and you know Marxism Leninism all those people. We gotta have history and we gotta have political rhetoric because it's real out here with the uh, the far right, y'all. But uh, yeah, join pseudo killers, y'all. Appreciate it, appreciate it, and on that note. We'll see everybody on the next show. Hopefully, we can do it tomorrow. I lost my energy. You know what I mean? But good show. Um, the pseudo killers are pseudo killers are not anti-African. We just um anti-flimflam. And on that note, see y'all tomorrow. Hit that like button on y'all way out.
was coke dealing, the rules was no squealing, no stealing from your mans and no feelings for these hoes. That's just gonna mess up the guap. Ten toes down whenever you on your block, or even when you ain't, don't know them from a can of paint. Just be loyal and trustworthy, you ain't gotta be a saint. A lot of y'all be geeking, backstabbing and sneaking. Nose clean during the week, but they dabble on weekends. Oh nigga, I be beeping, your niggas might be sleeping, but I was trained to tread water in the deep end. Jellyfish sting, but them sharks will bite your head off. Run up on you while you park, get the dumping, then they slid off. The hood no did it, now let's see if your homies with it. Or your name die in vain, cause one of your homies did it. Ain't no reason to kill your man over a kilogram. Hell, you thinking y'all fam, then spin you like a ceiling fan. Go ahead, talk to him, y'all ain't beefing like that. Come on, Doug, why you being like that? Let's keep it a stack. Why you say it if you ain't mean it like that? And when you see him, you ain't give him no rap. But let's keep it a stack. Tell me you gon' be right back Stop bluffing shorty, keep it a sack And once you start something, can't just leave it like that Finish the job, homie, keep it a stack